What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got some stuff to talk about this week. I gotta be honest, this is one of the slower weeks I remember for comic book uh, movie news and notes in terms of the stuff that we got this week. It is coming off a holiday week. It is the start of the new year. Um, so business hasn't picked up quite yet, but I expect in the coming weeks there will be even bigger stories happening. But we do have some interesting stuff that happened, so we'll we'll try to recap that stuff as much as we can. This is also going to serve as our Runaways Season 2 review show, which is actually probably the, the, the most exciting part of this show that will happen later on. Uh, we've all finally watched Runaways, all episodes of this season. Um, a lot to take in. I, I really dug the season, but I'm curious what my co-hosts think. So we'll have that. We'll also talk about the season premiere Gotham, which premiered this week. So we'll try to try, try to make this as, uh, as fun as we can on this show. Joining me are my co-hosts, beginning with Shamari Stewart. Shamari, uh, it was interesting. We, we when we Before we started the show, we were doing this show on a Sunday night, January, what is it, the 4th or something like that? Uh, 6th. Uh, so it's, it's <laughs> you golden. You don't know what day it is? I don't know what day it is. I had the craziest work week. <laughs> I had the craziest work week. January 2nd. New Year's? The, well, I said the 4th. I didn't say the 2nd. Relax. Um, I had the craziest work week, so my brain is still kind of fried in terms of where what day it is. But, um, but before we, we uh, got in the air, the Golden Globe was happening. So I guess one of the first rewards that came out was the uh, best animated motion picture. And drum roll, please. Uh, it went to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So that's a major accomplishment. We had a, we had a, 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 a category that's usually dominated by Disney or uh, DreamWorks or one of those other companies. We have Sony coming in kind of out of nowhere with a superhero movie and taking home that, 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 that award win. So shout out to, of course, uh, Lord Miller for producing that movie. Shout out to all the people that worked on that Spider-Verse film, Sham. It was a, a brilliant movie is very deserving of this award and kind of like we talked about when we watched that movie i can't help but wonder what does this mean for other superhero movies possibly going to uh animated version animated style for uh for the for the big screen yeah i mean it it really is um uh big news and you're right with regards to what this means for superhero movies going forward um I mean, I'm just looking at some of the movies that have won previously. Yeah, and you're right. It's been, it's been dominated by Disney. And there's been some pre, some titans kind of winning this. I mean, Coco won last year. It was Coco's Spectacular yeah. Movie. Zootopia won the year before. Zootopia the Spectacular Movie. And yeah. Inside Out won the year before that. Inside Out's a great movie. movie. Huh? Another strong movie. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot what of... Was, what was the first... Go, just run down the list. I'll tell you what's the first bad movie. The first... Yeah. I don't know if you're going to find a bad yeah, movie in a Golden Globes award-winning category yeah you're not gonna find a bad movie i'm looking at this list you're not gonna find a bad movie it's mostly disney i mean ratatouille is probably the one that i care least of <laughs> ratatouille the, the, ratatouille the worst one in 2007 and i've never it, seen ratatouille i've seen ratatouille at least 20 times <laughs> at least that's crazy least, and man. i mean it beat out b movie in the simpsons movie so i mean it didn't have like the simpsons I movie one no it did beat them out Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, well, all right, that's not a movie. That's <laughs> okay. not a bad movie, but that's not a yeah, masterpiece. I, I, I forgot the Simpsons movie existed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, you know, Frozen one. The last one that, that wasn't a Disney movie that one was How to Train Your Dragon two. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. Apparently, so, the movie they they keep making them, so maybe they're good. They're great. You but, know, um, 
but yeah, I mean, Spider Verse is yeah. yeah, it's a very good sign. Spider Verse is among very very esteemed company, I think, in having won this award, and I think it it bodes well for uh, a lot of sequels and spinoffs to be made, as we know that they already plan on doing. Um, and I am just I'm very excited for what the future holds in regards to um, not only uh, Spider Verse, but for uh, for um, future superhero animated films uh, uh, being made to, for release in movie theaters and uh, uh, also a more Sony animated uh, films. We know they're not just, you know, the Emoji movie. You know, we know we know they can make uh, some very, very high quality uh, animated pictures. So I'm interested to see what else they can come out with. Kendall, what do you make of the, uh, the accomplishment by Sony and all the people in Spider-Verse for winning the Golden Globe just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, it. you wonder if it is a precursor to a potential Academy Award uh, nomination. Uh, you think it has to be. Yeah. They will, yeah, they will very much, they will very likely get nominated for an animated uh, Academy Award. Uh, will they win? Probably, but... Again, we don't know. Superhero movies sometimes get the short end of the stick. Sure. You know? um, I don't think something like the... What's the Pixar short film that they had, Bale? I don't know if that would... I don't know if that's like a... You, it played during The Incredibles, before The Incredibles. Um, oh, yeah, that one. It was like the dumpling or whatever. That was like yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very awkward. <laughs> but regardless... Um, I, that one was well received. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's considered uh, like competition for uh, Spider Verse, considering it's a short film compared to uh, Spider Verse was a feature film. But that would be something that I could see like the Academy saying, "Oh, you know, great production. You know, it's not a superhero movie kind of thing." But um, regardless, I imagine that uh, this could be a precursor for an Academy Award. Uh, for Sony, Lord and Miller, and the rest of that cast and movie. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to all those guys. Great accomplishment. I do think that this. Uh, I said when when we saw it in, we sat in that theater in Madison Square Garden watching the first thirty minutes, and I said this is special and this could be a game changer. It seems like we are on that path with this movie, which is very exciting. And again, to see a superhero movie, a superhero movie with Miles Morales. The Black Spider-Man, being this uh, being this guy, it's uh, it's it's pretty remarkable. But I want to begin this show talking about a, a movie that we've kind of been waiting on bated breath to hear any news about, and that is the Batman. So it's a project that has been very mysterious to a lot of people. We know Matt Reeves is working on it. We don't know who's playing the Batman. We don't really know who the villain is. We've heard maybe Penguin. Uh, then there was some word about Black Mask, but considering he's in Birds of Prey, I would assume that that means probably Penguin. But again, the, none of this has it's all been kind of I rumors for all we know. that's been swirling yeah. around. So we did get some information, and even that was very little. But we are learned we've learned uh, this week that it seems like filming for this movie could begin as early as November. Uh, that was per the Hollywood Reporter's Heat Vision newsletter. That put out saying that this whole movie um, could finally get off the ground in uh, in November, and then two guys from the Hollywood Reporter, Aaron Couch, 
and Boris Kit. Shout out to those two guys. We talked about Kit a lot on the show. Kind of spoke about where this movie stands. And Kit said, quote, the script is basically in, although Reeves will continue tweaking it and working on it. And I'm hearing the studio wants to start shooting in November. So let's say uh, between now and then in regards to when this movie will get off the ground. They also both speculated that Ben Affleck is not a part of this movie in regards to being under the cow. So that's all we got for the Batman. But it is something uh, possible shooting in November. Speculation that Affleck isn't in uh, isn't a part of the movie is this uh is this satisfying news to you to finally learn something is this enough did you or what do you feel about what you're hearing about this project right now um i don't really know i mean i think i until i get something um uh something something real something like okay they started shooting <laughs> you know so we know that they are that this movie is happening that they're working on it that it's happening until we get something like that it's hard for me to really be excited, you know, and this isn't really a, you know, this isn't a new character. I mean, this is Batman, who we've seen done how many times now, you know, we've seen how many different Batman, and we're coming off of a Batman that, that, you know, some people, I guess, didn't like as much. I liked Affleck's Batman, so, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're coming off of a bad Batman, we're just getting a new Batman, because that's just how things turned out, so it's like, okay, so now it's like, okay, well, where's your Batman? And now we have to wait how many years now <laughs> to get this new Batman. And it's kind of just, you know, it's tiring to keep hearing things about it and talking about, oh, well, Reeves is making a Batman movie. And then hearing about all these other movies that are coming out. These, this is Harley Quinn and, and you know, Nightwing and all these other, Batgirl and all these other movies that are coming out. And it's like, I want Batman, you know, or at least I want a Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, give me a Batman. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, I know these things can't be rushed. You know, they're going to take time. And I want them to take time to make sure that it's quality work. I don't want them to just, you know, do a Suicide Squad and pump out a script in a few months or, or, or whatever. Yeah, a few weeks, you know. Just make, just make a script for, you know, a big movie like this. No, just, I, they should take their time and work on it and do what needs to be done. You know, but I would like, you know... I want to hear real news about this This actually happening. So, I mean, this is good news, but it's not something that's going to get me too excited. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's positive news because uh, it, it means that it's certainly on track to be to come out. It's on track. They have a plan in place. Uh, it's not like it's been put on the back burner and they're kind of like, all right, let's focus on Wonder Woman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, and then you know, the Joker movie, and then the rest, you know, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Like, clearly, they're trying to make this movie. They got people working on it, so, um, that is, that's a positive, if you want this, if you're excited about this movie. Um, I would say that when, when you're, it, it does feel like the timeline, you know, if they're gonna start filming it in November of this year, uh, I mean, that would mean that it's probably going to release sometime what summer 2020. Is that even what? I was, really? me. I was thinking, I was thinking 2021. Like, yeah, I was thinking like or maybe or maybe like spring 2021. Because if you're talking about, I mean, I know the Joker movie. They're gonna you're talking about like 2021? The Joker movie. I mean, they're going to start filming. They started film. When does the Joker movie come out? Late this year. Late this year. They started filming it summer of last, last year. year. So at the earliest, you're talking about late 
2020. You're not making an early 20. You're not making a summer 2020 date. You're making yeah. the yeah. earliest you're making is like November oh, or October, yeah, yeah or like even cool, December. But why would you want to make a Batman movie in December? I mean, I, I mean, there's reasons, but it would be kind of weird. Uh, I don't think summer is possible. Like that's what it stood out to me when I saw this. I was like, right. this is not coming out in the summer of 2020, and yeah. I thought is even coming out in 2020 at all. Yeah, I don't think it's coming out in 2020. You guys don't think it's coming out? I I, I, lean, I, I, I lean towards I, 2021. I I'd be shocked if it. If, well, I mean, I they could shoot for winter. But I, what's coming out if you're Warner Brothers? Because Birds of Prey is coming out in 2020, right? Yes. Yeah, so right. I feel so like yeah, that, could, that could end up being your 2020 DC movie. That may be Batgirl that comes out if they do something Right, like they, could do, they could shoot Batgirl before then probably if um, they get this thing. Aquaman 2. Yeah. Aquaman 2 is not coming out yeah, so really that early. It's going to take too long. Yeah, I mean, that's not good for Warner Brothers if that's what their plan is. Because I mean, Birds of Prey. If that if they're gonna put all their 2020 stock on Birds of Prey, then I mean that's a November a, date. A I mean a, no, a November date to get a movie out the following summer is a lot of work. I mean, it's the Batman. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's you're not. Right, right. I mean, it's not Aquaman. So is there? You know, the, the the special effects team and the and the effort and detail isn't gonna be as extreme. But that's. I mean, this, I just look at this is still gonna be a big budget movie. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Because I feel like it's gonna, it will probably it'll probably be done filming. If you start in the summer, you would think by well, it's starting it's in November, so it's not even. I mean, not in summer. Yeah, it's starting in November. If you start in November, sometime early, twenty twenty. Sometime early twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, uh, to get this movie out in four or five months. That's yeah. It would it would have to be it would have to be late twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, I would I would think that's what they're shooting for. Uh. Probably a similar time as Aquaman, but it, it's that does not bode well for for Warner Brothers. Uh, this because we, I mean, we talked for a long time about this being a 2019 movie that ultimately got pushed back to now being to what we thought would be a 2020 2020 movie. Uh, you guys don't think it's coming out in 2020 now? If it comes out 2021, I mean, again, at least it's coming out, yeah. so that's a positive development. But I mean, what's clearly happened here is this project has like stalled. Yeah, it's blown up. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, I, to be honest, I almost feel like maybe DC did do a good job of kind of like mitigating how much of of a crap show this is in terms of this movie. Because yeah. you're right. Like, I, like when I, I thought the exact same thing when I heard this, I was like, okay, I remember we were talking about 2019 being all Batman movies. Yeah, that wasn't, that, was, that was not, that, that was last year. That was not that long ago. Yeah. And we're here now. No bat. There's still no bru- no Batman. No Batgirl. A script that's still no, being no tweaked. Nightwing. So I mean, the script is done, kinda, but uh, apparently still being worked on to some degree, and a, a shooting date that's still miles away. I mean, November. That's kind of. I was so surprised. When I, I mean, I was, I was surprised we heard anything about this, but I was surprised when I heard when they a date that they were willing to give us is this far in advance. I would assume they would have shoot. Which in why it does spring feel very, or spring or early summer. It does feel very. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure they they had sources, but it did still feel like that was kind of speculative. Well, it's like, I don't know if they know exactly when they want to. Like I'm sure they want to do it by November, but I don't think that that's definitely not a set date. So you think they may shoot earlier still? Earlier or later? 
I'm right. just you, saying you think like, this is just like very it's vague. them kind of like saying yeah I mean yeah I mean our plan we kind of would like November to do would it in nice. November yeah November would be nice that's the target I mean but things have gone haywire for the uh not the Warner Brothers in many regards I mean a winter yeah, I mean, fall shoot for a Batman movie it makes sense I mean I think that with this um so I think I think DC is you know right now is kind of trending upwards with you know, the success that Aquaman has had, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about that. But you know, I think this this changing of dates with regards to the Batman movie is has a lot to do with the the changing of the guard in terms of Hamada coming in and changing things. Right. You know, and I think that, and like I was saying, I'm not necessarily opposed to them taking their time with this movie, as long as it's done well. You know, and I think they realize that it's important that this does well. Yes. You know, Affleck, for the most part, was fairly well received, you know, in terms of the the Batman himself. If they're just going to be making a Batman movie, you know, it has to be good. I, I will say, I think Batman is the only person, Warner Brothers, and Superman as well. They're the only two people at this point that I think they could take this much time and people wouldn't really care. Because... Especially Batman, because we already, like Shamari said, we've had, you know, Ben Affleck very recently. Uh, did a decent job, depending on who you ask. But we also had Christian Bale not too long ago as in the Dark Knight trilogy. And I don't think and we've had a countless number of Batmans. I don't think Tim people... Tim Burton's Batman. Exactly. Tim, the, the, the late 90s Batman. Val Kilmer, George Clooney... Yeah, Michael Keaton, Adam West, you know, we had all these animated series. Like, I don't think people are losing their minds about, you know, having to wait a year for a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're I think they're actually benefited from the fact that, that this DCEU doesn't exist. I, I think the only reason why people were even clamoring for a Batman movie really was because they were trying to create a universe that rivaled Marvel that was connected. Right. So they were like, you can't not so have Batman. So now, if you're saying, well, we're not kind of doing that anymore. Yeah, we really don't care. Then about I, it doesn't really matter when you do Batman. Right. Because it's not like we're trying to see him fight Superman. We've already seen that. And it didn't work. So it, they've kind of been helped in a way. And maybe this is going to help the production of this movie. Maybe having more time and not trying to rush something on the screen just to, to try to get a universe on the way. And maybe that'll be something that's better. Flash is the forward. other character because he has a TV show that I don't think people really care whether or not that movie comes out. Or yeah. It comes I mean, out. The, all this stuff in regards to any of these characters really always is the pressure that they, the pressure was what they put on themselves. Yeah. The By pressure, saying. Because remember, before, and the MCU was doing movies when we were getting The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Returns. Or Rises, I'm sorry. You know, The Dark Knight Rises came out the same year Iron Man. Uh, Dark Knight, I'm sorry, came out the same year Iron Man. Uh, Dark Knight Rises came out uh, around the same time. I want to say is maybe... Right after Avengers. Right after Avengers. Maybe Thor 2, maybe, was around there. I'm not sure. But, like, the MCU at that point was in full swing. And they weren't... There was no... Oh, we're trying to create a combined universe in that in their heads when they made that movie. Uh, then they did Man of Steel, and that's when it began... But so once they did Man of Steel, the clock was on because they were saying we're making a connected universe to try to catch up, and that's where all hell broke loose for them. But now that we're away from that, and they've kind of already done it, and it kind of didn't work. Well, now they can kind of just do whatever they want. They live, but they've lived in this universe before where they could just make movies and they're good and we're fine with it. Right. So it's not a tragedy if 
we don't get a Batman movie for a long time. It's just disappointing because, again, we were saying 2019, 2020 seemed like uh, just a guarantee that we'd see this movie. And that seems very... 2019 is not happening. And 2020 now seems very unlikely. Yeah. I mean, this is a project that I'm... This is probably the project I'm least likely to... Um, to say, hurry up and come out. You know, I I probably agree with um, you too on that. You know, um, <laughs> for many reasons, maybe, for all the reasons maybe that Supergirl, what? Probably Supergirl for me. But again, that's another one. Well, have the I mean, TV that, show. Yeah, you know, like, the ones that have TV shows are a little different because I feel like I already got it. So like, I don't really need those movies to begin with. But that's a whole other conversation. Right. But I agree, and and I agree that Batman would be the next one. Yeah, I mean, for all the reasons that we mentioned, I mean, we've had all these different Batman movies. I didn't dislike the Batman that we had before. Um, yeah, <laughs> no know, shared I, universe, really. No shared universe. Um, I want it to be quality, not just a rush job. So just take they need to just take their time with this and just come come and out with it. It's been so long anyway. I have no, I have no, like I have no problem waiting another year, considering like we've had a Ben, we had Ben Affleck's Batman so long ago, and we still haven't had a Batman movie come out. So, like, we've been waiting, really, for, like, four or five years for a Batman movie, and nothing. So, I mean, at this point, another year, it was, I mean, that's just another year of Marvel movies that are going to come out. Another year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, staying on the DC track here, uh, Aquaman put together another really big weekend. Uh, box office uh, number is now nearing a billion dollars uh, in total. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know where they, they landed this weekend. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. Bumblebee beat them in the international box office. Which, this weekend? Yeah. Good um, job for Bumblebee. Yeah, but Aquaman is still the number one movie <laughs> domestically still. So Aquaman is proven to be a force. It's at $940 million worldwide. It is at about $260 million domestic, uh, 681 international, which is insane. Um, this is now the highest grossing DCEU movie or DC movie ever. This is uncharted territory. It seems like they're going here. Any uh, any any impressions on on? What we're seeing from Aquaman as a box office juggernaut here at um, this time of the year too. Yeah, um, you know, I think that uh, I think that they they kind of struck gold with um, first of all with the effects, you know, first of all because this and you know we all kind of agree that this really is kind of an event, you know, to see this movie made so successfully. Um, uh, you know, I think completely, but especially, you know, from a visual standpoint, like this really is something to marvel at, you know, when it comes uh, to get it. showing, uh, <laughs> no. got to make it about Marvel. <laughs> you guys, these guys, the Disney hacks, Marvel lights, <laughs> Marvel lights. Oh, uh, but no, like, Disney um, paying these guys, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it really is something to marvel at. You know, and I think people everywhere in the U.S. or overseas, you know, can can realize that. And I think Momoa is so likable, you know, just yes. as Aquaman. You know, I think he's most people's favorite Justice League from Justice League, the movie, you know. Most people are like, oh, I like this guy. You know, I want to see more of him. And then when they, they show him in his, in his environment, you know, and with such amazing effects and such a, 
a uh, such a you know heart heartfelt and compelling you know story behind it. I thought that you know um, I don't know. I just I think it was extremely well done, and uh, and it it. I guess it is surprising that it's doing quite as well as it it, it it is doing, but it's hard for me to be too surprised because I really I you know I I thought it was a great movie and I really did think it was something to marvel at. So, you know, I think this is just what happens. Yeah, I mean it. it well, one I think I do think the Jason Momoa casting has played a, a role in this movie being as successful it has as it's been. Um, I just, I'm I don't know. I feel like if you cast, if they would have casted John Cena to be Aquaman. I mean, I mean John Cena is a different, he's a different animal because he has his John own Cena. brand. But like, <laughs> man, not John Cena. But if they casted, uh, I don't know, they casted Army Hammer to be Aquaman. I don't, I don't know if this movie is as successful as it is internationally. I don't. I, Why? EJ, 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 they why? No, it's a good. <laughs> it's, a good it's a good question. The listeners are probably wondering. I'm trying to. Point being, I, I feel like, you know, Jason Momoa has a brand. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know if I don't know if a, a white Aquaman would have resonated as well internationally as Jason Momoa has. That, I, I mean, it's a fair I, thing. I, I, could be, I, could, it's I could be wrong. I don't know. But that's just something that I'm, I'm wondering. Now, again, there are certain actors where that, would, that doesn't matter. That's why I said, like, John Cena is the exception. You know, if they would have casted Brad Pitt as Aquaman, it also would have made a billion dollars. But, like, Momoa, I do feel like the look of Jason Momoa has also made people want to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. He just, I don't know, he looks he looks like, like, oh, man, I don't want to go see that movie. This guy, like, looks like, uh, you know, your action hero kind of, you know, got the long flowing hair, Roman Reigns looking guy. You know, I think people, I think people, like, I think that's their now vision of what Aquaman is supposed to be, which isn't really, that's not what Aquaman is at all in many regards, but, um, like, I feel if they would have went with the more, you know, preppy Aquaman look or the more dorky Aquaman look, I don't know if that would have, uh, got people to go see this movie. Well, that was the whole point, is that they had to make Aquaman kind of, quote, cool, cool. Yeah. and that always right. was the thing with him. I never quite understood. I never. That was always a bit I didn't get. Aquaman's lame. I don't know. I I've always liked Aquaman, <laughs> uh, so I never quite understood why he was lame. But that has always been kind of his thing. So I mean, they went very outside the box with Momoa. Um, to some people, it was even over the top in regards to saying, "Oh, we're gonna make this Aquaman cool," where you got a guy basically kind of being himself, not really being. Aquaman per se in terms of what you may have remembered him as on a cartoon or in a comic book but I I, I, I think in terms of I, I agree one I think that Momoa has a great effect he seems to be that kind of that next star on Hollywood you know we, we kind of saw what he did in Game of Thrones and kind of saw his star rising he was kind of the next one who was like, okay you know whenever whoever takes that chance on him when they do uh if, you know, we'll see what happens because you gotta see he, him perform. You gotta see him actually have that bigger role and what he actually does in those moments. He could flop. There are a lot of guys who they've tried to give that shine to, and it flopped. Ryan Reynolds initially flopped when they gave him that kind of shine, right. and then he came back with Deadpool. And now he's back in that light again. But they tried to make Ryan Reynolds a thing ten years ago. So 
Momoa was the next in line, and they took the risk, and I think that they're being rewarded for that. I do agree if they would have went with someone more milk toast, so to speak, this would not have worked the way it has internationally in terms of being a money grabber. Um, I, I mean, I am surprised this movie is doing so well. Uh, I think that, one, this tells me that the whatever we feel about DC, I don't know if the international crowd feels the same way. I, I feel like I'm. it surprised me that this movie just just blew up internationally the way it did, considering what had been pretty negative press going into this movie in regards to where DC stood. Oh, man, but I don't know if they. But I, don't, but I don't know if they care there. Huh? <laughs> Have you watched some of the movies internationally? Why are you gonna? You're dissing the uh, the people who make movies outside of the United States, Kendall. I don't you think. Want, it, you, I want don't smoke, you want smoke with the? I don't think so. I don't think it's a coincidence. The, you want smoke with the Vietnamese? The, filmmakers? All the biggest movies worldwide are made in Hollywood. Alright, kind of clearly wants smoke with the, I feel foreign, like any the film foreign filmmakers. I have no problem with you foreign filmmakers. Y'all doing a great job. Any filmmaker will tell you the best movies are made in America. So who who says the that? Best, the, the biggest, I've never heard anyone say that. Not the best movies. <laughs> that, that's that's subjective. But the one the movies with the biggest budget are made in America. But yeah, but they're made in Hollywood. Okay, but my question though is why is it this movie not every movie they made in America does great internationally? So well, my this thing was is, a, why this did is this a, movie do so well? I mean this movie had a had a enormous budget. And you know, I mean, the marketing campaign for this movie was also really strong, and they deserve credit for that. I think. Yeah, um, it was good. I, I think it was strong. Yeah. It was. It was. They it did showcased. A lot. They did a lot, but it wasn't too much. Right. It, it definitely showcased uh, the effects of this movie, which is important. Um, but I just feel I feel like a big budget spectacle means more overseas than it does over here. I guess kind of the point I'm trying to trying to make which is why like a movie like transformers you know i just mentioned bumblebee had a strong start in china a movie like aquaman like there i mean for for over there i mean those movies are are crazy not and you're right they get the same movies we get so it's not like i mean they could critically look at that and say it's this movie's worse than uh you know room or something like that or some academy award-winning movie but they they have good character pieces and stuff they don't have i don't think they have the uh the big budget kind of i mean i've i've seen some of these have you ever seen the attack on titan live action movie i mean the <laughs> the effects are, are pretty pretty terrible compared to you know the the movies we get over here so um i do feel like that plays a role i mean it, it very well could um I think it's a combination of things. I think, you know, I think EJ's right when he says that they don't feel as negatively towards uh, the DC movies as we do, or even as as you know, combo fans do here in the states. I, mean, I think that may be, you know, I think that very well may be the case, um, and. Now, I, I also think that, you know, Kendall, there's a grain of a truth in that as well, that, you know, big budget spectacles tend to do very well overseas. I mean, Transformers, I feel like, is as big of a an indicator of that as you can get. Right. Um, you also have to wonder if because the source materials aren't as popular overseas, that, like, they're not going to be reviewed as intricately for, like, continuity or, you know, Oh, this doesn't make any sense, or you know that kind of right. thing. Right. 
Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean anything for, like, I mean, bad movie's a bad movie, regardless of whether or not you know it. But perhaps they're more forgiving for things that maybe comic book fans won't like. Right. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll dock a movie for. Yeah. Oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, you know, the the whole kind of negative connotation of Aquaman doesn't really exist Exist in overseas. Exist in overseas, so maybe they're not like, oh, he's not the the the, the lame superhero or whatever. People, they're just like, oh wow, crazy and underwater society. These movies also like are probably way more in a vacuum than they are over here. Whereas over here, like they have like the negative DCEU like continuity. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, right? Yeah. Exactly. That like affects every. That's gonna affect every DCEU movie until like they kind of remove the stench of Batman. Yeah, it's gonna be a long. Yeah, yeah I don't. You know, I don't know. They're getting close. I don't know if they ever can. I think if, I mean, they gotta if make Shazam a, is amazing... But, I mean, they did Wonder Woman. That'd be three straight. Wonder Woman was a classic, and it still didn't. Maybe it was followed by a, a movie that had a lot right. of issues immediately, almost. And because uh, Aquaman was involved in Justice League, yeah. which didn't help. So people were still, like, eh, skeptical. If Shazam's great, I think people will start to be like, all right, you know, DC might have something going here. Now, that's that's... That's that's it remains to be seen. If she's and we're talking great. about commercial yeah. success with Aquaman, but this is it's a critical success, but it's not a just smash. No, no, no. It's a, no it's there a, are people who don't movie. like this movie. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I think most people say you know it's solid. Um, didn't hit it out the park. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's right now it's a we single have, probably. I think it's a sixty-four on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, sixty-four on Rotten barely Tomatoes. Passing. Yeah, I mean, it's so not certified fresh. Yeah, you know, it's fresh. It's not certified fresh. So, like, but I don't think Warner Brothers—they've never cared about that. I think they care. They probably care about it more. But I mean, I, I to be honest, I don't think they do anymore. Though I don't know, James Wan went crazy when he wasn't nominated for visual effects. He said it was an effing disgrace. Really? Yeah. All right, Wan. He's kind of right though. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know who got nominated, but like that's kind of crazy to me. For an Academy Award. I guess what's the Golden Globes? So the Academy. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. No, nom- no, no nomination. Yeah, that's if I say Golden Academy, I make uh, Golden Globes. Uh, but yeah, he was really, really mad about it. That's like I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Like a director just be like, "How dare you not nominate me?" But he said that the nominations came. Oh out. no, yeah, the Oscars. He they're on the shortlist. It oh, was the Oscars. On the shortlist. Okay, let's well, say, but them joints came out December six. What the Oscars? <laughs> Golden Globes. That's why. That's why I thought it was weird. Um, yeah, no, the 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 ten movies in the running apparently are Ant Man, Wasp, uh, Avengers, Black Panther, Christopher Robin, First Man, Jurassic World, Mary Poppins, Ready Player One, Solo, and Welcome to Marwin. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind that, of that is disgraceful. I'm, I, I just lay out say it. That yeah, is welcome to what? <laughs> welcome like... to Marwin. The special effects in that movie is better than the special effects of Star Wars uh, Solo. I, to me, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I mean, not to say it's, I'm not. I don't want to pick on it, but like, I think the special effects were better than Ant Man. I can't imagine the special effects in. I didn't in watch Jurassic Mary World, Poppins. So I, yeah. I didn't watch Mary Poppins. Like there's Mary Poppins, I don't know. Yeah. Also, I mean, Christopher Robin was kind of a cool thing how they did that. Yeah, Christopher that, Robin, like I can get that maybe. They're gonna cut it down to five. Like, it's weird that it's not on the short list for visual effects. There are probably some people that looked at Aquaman and just didn't like the visual effects. I don't know. 
I think there are people who like who are like that. There there are definitely people like that. I just think that I think that they're crazy. But to me, like visual effects, like that to me, like for like an award, like the effort and time that went into it, and for it to look like that, I, I just can't believe you just you wouldn't get. Yeah, you would you wouldn't it. even be like yeah, considered. That's, crazy that's that is crazy to me. Like you can say whether or not it was too much or whether or not you really wanted a movie like that. But if we're talking about just the. The quality and the effort put into visual effects, I can't say. There's no way you can tell me there's 10 movies better than, than Aquaman in that regard. There's no way. But then it's tough for me to, because you wonder, like, we talk about superhero bias, but they have plenty of, I mean, they have superhero movies. They got a Star Wars movie on there. Is it a Disney bias? I don't know. Something else to consider. I mean, I'm not, I'm not accusing the, the Academy. If anybody from the Academy wants to come on the show. cannot count the DC fanboy. For anyone the from DC the Academy fanboy. wants to come on the New Generation Hero Talk podcast, they're invited. But, I mean, I see a lot of Disney properties on there. Christopher Robin, Mary yeah. Poppins, <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, Marvel. All, yeah. all Disney. I mean, I haven't seen Mary Poppins, but Mary Poppins shouldn't be on that list. Did anyone see Ready Player One? Over, uh, Jamar, you saw Ready Player One. Right? I saw Ready Player One. The effects were very, very impressive. That one, yeah, that one I can imagine. <laughs> I didn't, that's why I didn't mention it. I, I, I can I, imagine. I, I figured it was pretty crazy. Um. But he says I agree with him. That, to be not in in the short running short the short list. I mean that's that's crazy to me. Yeah, but um, agreed. let's move on now to uh to another story that I thought it's not really a story per se, but I got to shout out the people at comicbookmovie.com um because they kind of noticed something that I definitely didn't notice. I'm sure a lot of people didn't notice it. Have it regarded uh Loki, the character Loki in the MCU, and of course we know that there are plans to do a Loki. TV show that's going to debut this year on the Disney Plus app. Um, that sounds so crazy to me to even say it out loud because it's like the fact that this is happening so soon and kind of out of nowhere is a lot. But what was interesting is when you think of doing a Loki Loki movie or show, you're like, okay, well, this is a guy who is traditionally a villain. They kind of played around with his character kind of being maybe not so much a, a, a super, super villain in the recent movies, though he has obviously been a villain in Thor 1 and in Avengers, he was the main villain. So, you know, how would you do a TV show with a character who is so villainous? Well, ComboMovie.com, uh, one of their writers kind of noted that perhaps maybe they're kind of already kind of softening their stance on where Loki uh, is in the MCU in regards to whether or not he is truly very evil. So when you go to apparently his bio on uh, Marvel.com, there's a description regarding you know everything that's happened in the Marvel movies. But there's one note to it that's pretty interesting. So it, re- it talks in regards to um, the Avengers movie and him and the scepter that he used uh, that we, of course, now know was one of the gems uh, from... Uh, that was eventually used in Infinity War. So he says, uh, gifted with a scepter that acted as a mind control device, Loki would be able to influence others. Unbeknownst to him, the scepter was also influencing him, fueling his hatred over his brother Thor and the inhabitants of Earth. That's kind of interesting because now they're trying to say perhaps his actions in that movie were him kind of not really acting under his own right mind that perhaps the scepter was kind of controlling him or maybe kind of fueling his worst uh, inhibitions 
which maybe gives them an out for when they do this show to be like he isn't really that evil and again we've seen him team up with Thor, Thor in the Dark World we've seen him um, team up with Thor a little bit Thor in Ragnarok. Ragnarok though of course he kind of has his he does his kind of thick you know slick double handed kind of stuff that he always does Right. but still no, nothing to the level of what we've seen from him in Thor 1 and in uh, Avengers he's not been that evil since those movies and that line there about unbeknownst to him the scepter is also influencing him fueling his hatred over his brother Thor and the inhabitants of Earth bodes the question are they retconning the character to make him more appealing as a hero in a television show Kendall see this is I, I do find this also very interesting because one I I, I well first I'll start by saying this yes they are they are trying to pull something Clearly. You think this is? You think this is definitely like something this, yeah. is afoot? Because remember, they they did something similar with uh, Scarlet Witch uh, that we I don't know if we talked about it on the show. We almost talked. We thought about talking about the show. I don't know if we ever did about like how like oh yeah you know something about how she might like she didn't get her powers from like Loki scepter or something like that and trying to hint that she may be a mutant. And they might be trying to you know so it was in one of these visual dictionaries or something and they kind of. Yeah, threw that in. We didn't mention it on the show, but I think I remember you talking to me about that. And, like, they kind of, uh, they may be hinting that she may be a mutant, you know, giving themselves leeway for when, you know, uh, Magneto shows up. But, um, so this isn't the first time they've kind of used, you know, like these off the beaten path kind of text to kind of, you know, maybe change the story a little bit, change the narrative. But also, the other thing I do want to bring up about this is, like, it would be peculiar because obviously said so they have the show coming up, but is this something that we're gonna see really take place on screen? Because I don't know how many people are really really even know about this. Like know about the Loki project? Well know about Marvel deciding to retcon it on their website or something like that. Right, yeah. Or who's even going to the Marvel? I didn't know I, I didn't know they had a Loki description on the on, on I, our I website. I had no idea this is You know, I haven't you know, we're into this stuff. I don't go to the Marvel website to read Loki description. Right. So like I mean, had people not caught this, like I wouldn't have even done. And then like I would still be watching I'd watch the Loki T V show thinking that the the scepter was not having any effect on Loki's mind, and he was just as evil as he's always been. So, like, if we don't know about this, or if we are just finding out about this, are the people that, are most of the people that end up watching the show even going to know? Or most of the people that see Loki in the future movies even going to know, oh, yeah, he's not supposed to be as evil? Or are they just going to be confused? Like, why is he, why is he, like, not as evil as he once was? Um... Or is this them saying, or is this them trying to cover for why he's been less evil in the past? Mm. That also could be it. Them saying like maybe people are like, oh, maybe that's been a critique that oh I don't I think Loki should be more evil, or I don't I don't know why Loki's had this change of heart. Maybe this is them writing in, well the scepter affected him. Or for all we know, this could be this could have been something that they've always had. Yeah, written. perhaps this, yeah, perhaps this is always how they've and they just never it. really explained it now they're kind of putting it out there like by the way in case like you didn't in case you were wondering this is what happened to loki and we just oh. never picked up on it but those are all ways you can look at it mike i what i'm worried about is that this seems like unless they explain it explicitly in some sort of show or movie i don't know if people are even going to know about this which then wonder makes you wonder how much of an impact will this 
really have on the on the shows. On yeah. The show. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think that they would have to say this in a show if they want this to have any effect on. Uh, I mean, because because I mean, Kendall's right. Like, we wouldn't have never known about this. We have to do digging to even find out about this. Right. You know, this isn't like plastered all over yeah. every website. Yeah, it's not. I almost wonder if they got if if comicbookmovie.com got a tip from Marvel or Disney. Because mm. why? Like, no, it's a conspiracy theory. Like, I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not, trying to, I'm not, I'm not I don't. I don't want to take away from if someone just found this on their own. I'm not taking it away from anyone. I'm just. It just seems odd that like someone would have even noticed this. There, are, like it's a great, the it's such a great find where it's like it's almost report? like someone maybe wanted someone to find this out. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What were you saying, Kendall? Are they the only, are they the ones that like started this? They, uh, they or are they just reporting on the news? No, this is them. They said we found. I, I don't. Uh, what's the wording here? Because um, I just wonder where where this like. Obviously, it's coming they, they from didn't Marvel. Source it from, and they didn't source it to anyone else. Yeah, I guess because it's coming from Marvel's and, website. I mean, they could have, you know, it could have been some dude on Reddit or Twitter that they saw it and they're just taking credit. Out, Again, yeah. I'm not trying to blow up their spot on this on how they got it. But right. it just, whether it's them or some other dude that found it, it just or girl. Combat uh, Resources, it seems like, were the first ones to. That noticed it? Yeah, according to Gizmodo. So, people are noticing it. I, I, I wonder if someone is pointing at them to notice it because again why would anyone really know it and perhaps maybe marvel doesn't want to do something as bold as coming out and saying loki is not evil get over it because we're doing the show i think if they want using using these blogs and other people to kind of get the word out for them and then they never really have to address it i think if they're gonna address it but not not maybe to as the extent they would if they just came out and had to say something yeah i mean i feel like if they feel the need to address it at all they should just say it in a show that's how i feel about it you know it, it, like if, they, if this is if this is something that they foresee as being possibly being a problem right, right. if they're going to soften loki up to the point where people are going to notice it and that they need to explain that then my question becomes do we want a, a you know a neutered loki i don't know i've been asking that question since they announced <laughs> since they announced because i don't i i honestly have no idea I agree with you. I don't. I don't know. It's not something I've ever really thought about. I, you can argue we've had that already. You can argue right. in in Ragnarok right. that is what we have. I, I think they could pull it off in a way where he's not like, you know, a superhero. He's not an Avenger, but like, he's not like, you know, a he's super not, like, villain. Trying to destroy. The yeah, he's not trying to destroy. The world. Like he's a protagonist, but he's also like an antihero that's kind of like doing things for his own good. You know, messing with people. You know, but clearly on edge, you're clearly not the best kind of guy. I I don't know. I hope, like, to me, like, when they announced the Loki project, that was, like, the biggest concern I had. I kind of hope that they do something bold and say, no, he is, like, still pretty evil. But, like, we're going to do a show from the perspective of, like, a villain. And, like, you know, like I said, again, Loki always uh, works in the best interest of Loki. That's kind of what makes him a character that you can do this for because you can still kind of make him himself. But still have it him not be super 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 villainous. I, I think that that's why I, I want to get them them to have the challenge to keep him as he's supposed to be, but still write a story where he could be a protagonist. I think that's possible. It's not easy, but what I don't want them to do is somehow make it as to where he really isn't evil at all or that that evil. Like I don't I don't know. That seems kind of weak to me. I don't want to see that. 
I. But who knows? Maybe if it's great, maybe I won't matter. That's why I say I don't know for sure. My heart of hearts tells me I know Loki to be a evil SOP and a, a very dangerous dude. I don't know if I want to see him now. You know, the 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 fluffy, colorful, you know, non-dangerous Loki. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how much they soften him up. I think, you know, if I don't need him to be as evil as he was in Avengers. No, where, I don't need where, that you either. Know, he's invading the world, but I but you know. I don't want him to be a complete joke, you know, either. <laughs> you know, I don't want him to be right. like, you know, like Heat Wave in, in Legends or something. You know? <laughs> Heat Wave. Like, like, I don't want him to be like that. I but want... at the same time, that was awesome. It was or funny, is yeah. awesome. Like, like, that's what's interesting is that I agree with you. Like, if you told, like, when they when the idea came out that Heat Wave and, and, and uh, what's the name, we're going to be. Um, Captain Cole. Yeah, Captain Cole, we're going to be in. The show, I was like, they're villains. How is that going to work? And you're watching it, and it kind of organically kind of became what it was, and you end up, I mean, Heatwave is my favorite character in Legends. So that's why I, I caveat everything saying, look, I don't really know, because maybe it's great, and I don't care about it. But also, Heatwave isn't Loki. Exactly. <laughs> also, like, Heatwave is show. like a C-list villain, yeah. and Loki is an A-list Marvel villain. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hilson's a fantastic actor. And he's an A-list actor. I mean... Or at least near it. If he's not A-list, he's, like, definitely B. Yeah. I mean, we, we I, I guess we just have to see how it goes. Any any last thoughts, Kendall? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like uh, this is a... Uh, this is something that we'll have to see how they infuse it, or if we even feel it at all, but uh, we won't know... If and when we, until if and when we get this uh, Loki series, I still can't believe this is coming out in twenty nineteen. I mean, I guess in theory it could be December, but even still, mm-hmm. and it's still so much to be questioned because again, this is a person that's dead technically. So what? What even happened to him? Right? <laughs> how is he, how is he alive? Is it a prequel? Like what? What works? Like they've been so little information, but yeah, the fact that it's happening that. Uh, that has me very uh, curious, but um, real quickly before we get to Runaways, I want to get your quick thoughts on two kind of TV notes that came across the wire. One, Doom Patrol picked up for season two. Season one. Whoa, how is season one? We don't know. We have not <laughs> seen it. It's the second time DC's pulled this. They did it with Titans too, where before Titans aired, they they renewed season two, which kind of leads me to a weird thing of like renewing your own show. Like, how does that even work? Because the network creates a show. So, like, I don't know. When they say it's renewed, it's like, and it's like before it even comes out, it's like, I mean, that's kind of only on your volition. It's not because it's, I can't even say it's because it's good, because you don't really know. The fans can hate it. Right. So it's kind of weird. But, uh, but Doom Patrol is coming out first season two. When does the first season come out? It's soon, right? Uh, it's like, not even it's April. Like, it's like February or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it like next month? Yeah, so it's really recent. I think it's, it's next month. coming out in April. Uh, and then it's Batwoman, uh, CW's <laughs> Batwoman, will, uh, pilot was ordered for CW. So that project is is moving along. Um, we'll see whether or not it ends up getting a full season. CW has a logjam, clearly, with superhero shows. So where Batwoman would fit in, I don't know. But any thoughts on those two uh, two nuggets in regards to Doom Patrol Season 2 and Batwoman? Well, Doom Patrol makes me think that it could have a similar arc as Titans where it kind of doesn't really go anywhere. 
and then, and then yeah, you gotta yeah. have no choice. Yeah, it's like it ends at a point too. where it's like, well, I mean, can't end it now. I mean, you could end it now, but like the story is far from over. I think Titans was like that, and which is why it was picked up so quickly. It was like, you know, it's not really a finished product yet, um, even though the season is over. So like that makes sense, and um, Batwoman. I, you know, I, I mentioned that the the crossover uh, kind of acted as a, at least the second episode acted as like a backdoor pilot for the Batwoman show. Uh, it was, from what I saw, it got mixed reviews. I don't know how people really felt about it. I saw some people were, uh, at least when, I, when it got picked up, I saw some people, oh, why they pick it up? Ruby Rose is a terrible Batwoman. Uh, and some people were excited. People don't like Ruby Rose, though. Right, you know. Like, she, she gets a lot of heat. Necessarily, I think, and so I don't know. So uh, I don't know how much of those people really, really just did really actually watched it and didn't like it because <laughs> right. like it wasn't good and they didn't like her or is it just because they didn't like they don't like her. Right, right. So like, you know, you do, and you know, you wonder, uh, was there really any? Was this really in flux or was this always something that they were going to do? And you know, what's what's going to be the future? of the CW because like you said we, we have an obvious log jam so many shows only five days a week you know only week, five days you know, a, week, a week for TV and a, unless uh, you're just starting a weekend show again like you yeah. did Supergirl before and then you also I mean the CW I don't I imagine they do not want to become the DC channel you know so what are they going to do with other sh- property that they have on there uh, it's all remains to be seen but Batwoman you would think trumps almost everything on there I would also wonder if there's a is there, like, an avenue to where one of those shows on CW could end up getting moved to the app? Is that even possible? You know, I mean, they're all made by... They're all made by... They're all made by the same producer. Now, I don't know what CW's stake in it is, but don't they also own CW? Like, doesn't Warner Brothers own yeah, CW? They so can it's do whatever like, they want. Yeah, but that didn't stop, like... That didn't stop, like, you know... ABC from doing whatever they wanted with, like, Inhumans or, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Right. You so know, Bob Iger didn't really care. He was like, "You guys figure it out." Yeah. So, so like, so I don't know. It's all very, it's all very weird. <laughs> I own all you guys. To figure <laughs> I just know that adding another show. I don't think Kevin. I don't think Kevin Tushihara is like, "Oh, we gotta move Supergirl to the DC <laughs> universe to make space for Batwoman." He's just looking at the check, like, which is making me more money. Yeah. He's like, "Berlanti, figure it out. I'm paying you enough." <laughs> exactly. Smart. What would you need to see from a Batgirl? Batwoman pilot to, to to be on board with the series. I mean, we we Batman. Won't, we won't know when because you, <laughs> right? we won't ever know because you only know if you actually get a season. Oh, but I'm just curious for you, if you if they gave you the pilot and say y'all, you're one of the deciding voices on this. Um, I would need all the Easter eggs. No, I'm just kidding. I'll need every Easter. Egg. But I but I mean, from what I want to see, I want to see some action. I want to see some emotional depth. I want to learn about Batwoman. I want us to introduce the world to Batwoman and her her story, her character. You know, I want to care about this character, be given a reason to care about this character. And I want to see Gotham. You know, I want to see some Gotham, you know, some, you know, I mean, you don't have to give me all everyone, Gordon, Barber. You don't have to give me everybody. But I want to see some people, notable people in Gotham City, maybe a Renee Montoya. I don't know. Um... Uh, so yeah, you know that's that's what I'm hoping to see. I want to see the people that I recognize. I want you know to see the city, Gotham City, as Gotham City, and not just another 
uh, uh, you know, stars, not just the same Star City sets that I'm used to seeing, <laughs> right. at, seeing at night. You know, and I want to see, uh, you know, Ruby Rose as Batwoman, and I want her to try to convince me that to care about this character. Yeah, I mean, Ruby Rose is an interesting character, interesting actress, because you know her look is so striking, um, but she is so still inexperienced. So, you know, putting a show behind her is very is is risky, though she's a huge name. So, I mean, if I'm watching a pilot, I want to see. You know what for what they gave her in the in the crossover was fine, but I don't think it was that challenging. If you ask me, um, a pilot is going to demand a lot more. So I I would want to see uh, kind of her really kind of really take ownership beyond just being this like really stunning woman. Like I want to see uh, how she takes the mantle of that role and kind of makes it her own. This uh, I feel like you can't film a pilot nowadays in, in today's era and it not come on TV. Or not uh, really? Uh, I, I feel like you seem. I don't. I don't know. I, and today, like I mean, like in the you last think the three pilots years, get leaked. I don't. Has that really been happening? Not, I mean, like I don't think you can. I don't think you can like get this far in the process and it not become a series. Uh, well, that happened to Mockingbird. Literally, Adrian Palicki talked about how they did a pilot, and they decided not to move forward with it, and That's she's fair. waiting to be called back by Agents. Or she the uh, happen yet. The one with her and Hunter. Right, that's the one I'm talking about. Right, right, right. That that was pretty bad. This one, I feel like this one's gotten so far along, like in terms they, of like the they, publicity. They've, I feel you can't do what they've done, and um, not do it, and not do a show. Like, I feel long are the days of like Wonder Woman, you know, on NBC. Was there Aquaman. Aquaman on CW. That was, that's what I was really thinking about. Yeah, about the Aquaman pilot. Aquaman. Did, that, did that ever get the light of day though? They're Aquaman. They're Aquaman pictures. No, I mean, is there? Are you saying? I don't, like, can I saying, watch it? I don't think. I don't. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think you, you might be. You might be able to watch it. Let me see. I don't know if it's on. Let's watch the Aquaman show right now. No, we're not doing a live reaction to the <laughs> Aquaman pilot from 2007. I don't like. I don't know if you can watch the Wonder Woman show or the Aquaman show, but like those were obviously like a thing. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like there's a trailer. There was a trailer. Yeah, it was definitely a trailer for the Aquaman. That's pilot. crazy. I don't not. I don't remember that at all. Which is why, like, I feel if you do this for Batwoman, as much as they like hyped her up in the crossover as well, it's gonna come out. Um, unless it's trash, which is always possible, but um, I would be very surprised if that didn't if it didn't come out. Obviously. Um. Wow, I mean, I, yeah, I would, I would be surprised, but I mean, it wouldn't shock me because it's still a tough undertaking. And again, I think they they took a risk in who they uh, called to be Batwoman. Though I, I'm willing to give her a shot. I don't like that a lot of people have just written her off, which I think is what some people who also are just, speaking of Adrian, <laughs> she was also uh, she was Wonder Woman, by the way. I forgot to. Yes, mention. she was. She's she's had experience with two uh, Jesus. failed pilots for Supergirl. I remember a time where she, like, people thought she was, like, the one. Like, the next big TV actress. She was in a couple of stuff. And, like, it just never took off. And the one, it was around the time of Wonder Woman. Yeah, man, Hollywood's tough biz. It is. No, yeah, it's no disrespect to her at all. Because she's talented. But sometimes I think you gotta, you have your moment. And if you don't, like, you know, it's like that Eminem song. Like, if you don't hit blow when that moment comes, then, like, it, you know, that's it. It's a note to us. <laughs> don't we can't don't miss our shot if we ever get that shot, guys. Um, but uh, but for quickly on Doom Patrol, 
Doom Patrol, I agree. I think that was a good point, Kendall, that, like, this kind of makes you feel like, well, this season may kind of go nowhere, which is a little concerning. Um, but I think that this is a show also that they kind of feel comfortable probably bringing back. I think they kind of got to do their backdoor pilot on Titans, and it was well-received. Yes. So while I don't think that their cyborg being well-received, I think they feel comfortable feeling like, look, when if we do what we did, or they know what they have, I think they'll probably feel like, look, they like what we did in that Titans episode, then they're going to love this show. So, and with the way the season worked out, it probably makes sense. To just that was the deal with Titans, two. too. It, it could have been for, it could have been about, like, the way the story made uh, manifested, like, they could not do a season two, but it could also have been, like, they knew this was going to be good. And the Titans was popular. So, like, this could be the same deal with Doom Patrol, where they're like, you know, glass half full. You know, if glass half full, what they're thinking is like they think this is going to be uh, very popular. So, might as well renew it now so we can get the ball rolling on the season two as soon as possible so that we don't have that layoff. And it's a big deal. It's a much bigger deal for them than it is for, like, a normal network because they don't, like, they need a season two to come out as fast as possible. They need as much programming as they can get. Yeah, they so need content. They need content. It's true. Absolutely. Um, let's get to Runaways, guys. So, Runaways Season 2. Wow. Lots to discuss uh, with this show. Of course, this is a spoilers review, so if you've not seen Runaways, this will be the time to probably step away from the podcast. But And maybe fast forward to the Gotham part if you've seen Gotham, obviously, the season premiere. It, I thought the season was great. Um, I couldn't... This is one of those episodes where I couldn't put it down. Um... The whole, the format of putting it all out at once, I think, was smart for Hulu Marvel, because this definitely was a, a bingeable show to me. I love the way the storyline kind of kept developing, and how they, how they finished it off with, um, now three of the parents kind of taking the bodies of other people, including Jonah. I don't think anyone saw coming. That's kind of what I like about this show is that I feel like the show is very unpredictable. You know, um, you don't go episode to episode kind of knowing what's happening. It's very there are episodes that are kind of filler, but they're always still entertaining. Um, this was a, to me a, a great season. This is one of the best superhero shows we have, and it, to me, this episode, this season's in this point. And I think the fact that we kind of got to see the kids as runaways definitely uh, brought it definitely brought more of the intensity of the season up because you, you felt like you know the first season all they had to lose was really just like a relationship with their parents now it's like their lives are at stake in pretty much everything they do because of their situation and how they were able to use that um and their parents ruthlessness in trying to find them uh definitely brought a different intensity to season two that i enjoyed mm. um i enjoyed i enjoyed season two you know, I thought I thought it was good. You know, I thought I thought it was very good. Um, you know, I, I definitely agree. I like that they, you know, they were actually runaways throughout the whole season. Um, I liked that. Um, uh, you know, I thought all the actors and actresses did a great job. You know, I, I thought they all did a spectacular job performing. Um, you know, I think I think you're right, EJ, when you say that this show. Like especially this season, especially I feel was extremely unpredictable. Yeah, like, I didn't know what was gonna happen. 
and it took several several twists and turns to the point where I actually disagree with you when you say that it was bingeable. I thought so much happened that yeah. I was like, I kind of wish that. That's true. I did. That, you're right like, about that. So much happened. I mean, I'm glad that like, it came out. Episode. And... It was like something. It was just it's completely different. I'm yeah, it was like, a long thirteen. It was kind of long. It was know? a long thirteen. Episodes. For me, it was kind of long to the point where I'm just like, so much is happening. Like I don't even know. You know, like I don't think we're gonna get to every like straight up. I don't think we're gonna get to everything that happened. I, I no for, way. I forgot this episode. I kind of forgot everything that happened. <laughs> Where did it start? I kind of told. I kind of don't blame you. Like I all, totally well, forgot it, about it. Began um, with them chasing the uh, the drug addict yeah, down the bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who ended up going with the, with the fisticons. Yeah, like so much happened that I I'm not I don't I don't I I kind of agree with kind of I kind of don't remember every. Remember Darius? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> right? R.I.P. Darius, man. We got poor one out for him. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, Marcus yeah, Morris. Sad. That was very sad. <laughs> Marcus Morris. <Scott. laughs> but, um... No, or Marquise Morris. They are twins. <laughs> yeah, maybe. One or the other. Um, but, yeah, like, so much happened. Um, it was a lot. But but it was very good. I, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Um, you know, uh, I didn't like... I didn't... There were parts of it that I wasn't crazy about. Interesting. Because I, I don't know if there's anything I dislike. So I'm okay. curious what... All right, yeah. I mean, there were parts that I wasn't crazy about, for sure. Um, uh, like um, some of the, the interpersonal drama. I will, I, will, I will give you one. I did feel like oftentimes they met... Whenever, time, whenever Chase and Alex clashed, I felt it felt very manufactured. Like, I never quite understood why really? they ever were ever beefing. Like I feel I mean, like I feel, I feel like season one it made a little more sense, but in this season particularly it felt like they would be cool and then like one of them would say something like a little, not even like left, it's a little like yeah. thing and then like the other one would blow up and I'm like yeah I think this feels like a manufactured yeah, fight. And right I think now. when me and Kendall were actually watching, I think I pointed that out a couple of times. Where I was just like, why did he say that? But I was like, whatever. Uh, yeah, there might have been one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I feel like a lot of the fights with Chase felt manufactured. Yeah, but <laughs> like a lot of them. Yeah, you know. So, and I like him a lot. It's not dissing him, the actor, at all. But I, I think how they wrote it sometimes. And, like, he's in a relationship with Gert. And Gert, you know, they're both teenagers, so you have stupid teenage fights. But, like, that's, some of the stuff I think they had them in. That's the like, thing that, really? that that I had to, like, step back from. Because there, th- there were a lot of ways in which I could put holes in some of the stuff. I don't remember everything, so I can't do it now. But, like, there were plenty of things where I was like, this makes no sense. Why would they do this? But, like, I have to remember, oh, it's also kids. You know, so right. they're not supposed to do everything like, you know, ration. You know, yeah, like exactly. they're not supposed to make yeah. rational decisions. Like when Molly, you know, like you know, surrendered herself, and I was like, "Wow, well, she do that." She she ended up getting out anyway. But like in my head, I was like, "That seemed very stupid to just like, right. all right, I'm just gonna, you know, as if like they didn't have some sort of plan." Um, but like their decision that they made, where I was like, "Well, you know, they are kids, so yeah, they're gonna make the wrong move sometimes." Yeah. But yeah, just the interpersonal stuff. Sometimes, like, like there was so much drama. I don't, th- I don't even think I can go over all the drama that happened between the characters, and it was just a lot. I feel like it was a lot this season. <laughs> it was like, definitely compared, a especially lot. compared to season one. It was definitely. A lot. You know, there was drama in season one, but it wasn't nearly Cause as because with all the relationship stuff and they're fighting and they're not right. fighting and then they're fighting I, it, and I, they're not I, fighting. Yeah, and it's just like we're supposed to think that know. like this is they're always going to be like. This is this is an ever tense situation. It's yeah, always they're always gonna be at odds. Like last season, like there were times where they could relax because like they weren't on the run, they weren't right. fugitives, they were millionaires, they weren't homeless. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you know, they were living a good life, so like they were just trying to uncover a conspiracy. Right. You know, but 
Um, now it's like you know any yeah. slip up and like lives are at stake. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and like I understand it because like they're they're living together and you know that would cause problems, right? Because they weren't living together before. But it's just like kind of tiring. Tomorrow, like, I didn't have to see it all. Kind of tiring to watch every episode them fighting and bickering. It's like all right, you know, it's just a lot of drama going on right now. <laughs> I, for me, I, I guess the only thing I wasn't a huge fan of. I mean, I thought I thought Frank Dean was I thought he was a little too uh, mustache twirly by the end. I thought he's a little too calculated. <laughs> well, he was not nearly that calculated all it, series. What, what stinks though is that you know we all love that actor. He's Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine. Sunshine. Remember the Titans? I feel like he was the worst actor to me. I don't know if it was how it was it's written. Like, ironic because he was playing an actor. He played, and this whole that's the thing. Part of me wonders: is he just really that fake and phony, and that he's supposed to be that way? But, like, his dialogue with Leslie every time, I was just, like, it was just always cringeworthy. And it sucks because Anne is a great actress. Um, and she's great in that role. So when I see him with her, I'm like, this should be, this should not be this cringeworthy. Especially when I'm watching a show with teenagers who are very new at acting. He's an experienced actor. So anything involving him right. was a little tough to watch, I'll admit. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't a fan of, of And then his game. turn, I thought, was also extreme. Yeah. And... And I feel like there were still things that they didn't really explain about his turn. Well, I feel like it. There Wait, were there was him taking the picture. Why did he take stuff. that picture? I, yeah, we don't. We still don't know yeah, that. I almost uh, wonder if there was like a change of plan <laughs> with him. I thought he was gonna like turn them in or something. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, I'm trying to take over the church. I was like, where did this happen? Like, I his his progression didn't seem like it made sense. I agree. Like to go from like. You know, I don't, I don't know if I feel about, I don't so know how like, I feel about I all need, this. I, need your help, I just love Carolina. She's yeah. my daughter, and then, <laughs> oh, she's not my daughter, but I'm still gonna take care of her. And you know, I just want to get to Ultra. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah, he just wanted to get to Ultra, and now all of a sudden he's trying to take over the church because she can't <laughs> trust her. And you know, Carolina's also like, I don't care about any of you guys. I just want the power. It, it, I don't know. It didn't make sense. By the and then by the end when he's like getting kicked, forced Leslie into well, yeah, again. I don't know. It was very. It was all very weird. He was trying to like brainwash her, like he was but, trying to do what happened to but her. But how mom. do you brainwash someone who is the leader? It all didn't like that. Like that was probably like I, the episode. Like that episode probably was like my least favorite. I thought it was a good episode. Like I thought it was it was tense. Yeah, I mean, but I just yeah. didn't like the. Uh, I mean, I, I thought the whole Leslie's mom showing up thing was a little. I thought that was cool. I, I, I mean, I like. I, I just weird. thought it was way too like convenient. And also, like, how does, like, did he know that that was her mom? And then, like, I don't know. that The way that played out, I wasn't crazy about, I'll be honest. Yeah, did he know that? Because how would she not know that if he knew that? And she, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, like, she she knew that that was her daughter. (laughs) Yeah, they have files and stuff. Yeah, they have files. Yeah, and, and, like, Leslie just easily just find the file on on her number and see, oh, this is actually, I don't know. Those seem very sloppy as well. It it was very sloppy. (laughs) Did the mom have access to that? Could she have looked at her own file? Who am I? You know, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought it. I wasn't. I wasn't a huge. Some of the Darius stuff, I thought also. Really. Was, was, was sloppy at time. What about? Because I, I I really enjoyed Darius. I, I so I'm I enjoyed sure. the Darius stuff personally. Well, yeah. I liked the Darius stuff. But I thought I thought him dying seemed like a little. I it it seemed sloppy as well. I mean, yeah. da- Darius dying to me felt like Cottonmouth dying. The part where I was like, mm. man, why you got? I was like, why you got to do that, man? Right, right. right. I like what was happening with him. Right. right, and I feel like he he kind of died for no reason. They kind of killed him off. 
did they, I mean, they didn't have to. I mean, I think he was I, gonna go. He was right. gonna leave the show anyway. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess the point. It was just to make the mom look evil. Right. And I guess the point. It was kind of. I think the point of his death. You're right. You can make the case that his death, in the grand scheme of things, did nothing but just really fuel Alex's hatred for his parents. Right. Which is important, but to, I guess to Shamari's point, and create strife between the parents. Right, and it did create strife between the parents, and we'll. I guess we'll have to see how that. It doesn't really play out this season. It there is like they're just kind of like just, just like the father kind of says his like little slick lines about. I trust, I, don't trust you. I trust you. I trust the gangbangers more than you, and then walks out. <laughs> he said that that happened like three times. Right. Um, but besides that, there really wasn't any like obvious consequence. Like it didn't hurt, like their their strained relationship didn't hurt their chances of getting the kids back. It didn't hurt like it wasn't like oh he entrusted with something and therefore they screwed up. Like it was only really to like drive Alex to a certain place, and I did that work. I mean. I don't know, you know. I don't. I I I didn't mind his death because I felt like his storyline had been complete. They wanted his place in the show was to kind of, kind of pseudo train Alex on street life. Yeah, and you know, and of course he because he's a game banger who at the end of the day has a beef with his dad and at the end of the day wants what he feels is his. Um, he was totally fine with turning on him as quickly as he had to when when it all made sense but to me at that point his storyline is over like could he be if he stayed around i'd be fine i like him but like for what they were writing at that point if he gets killed it's like okay well this is the end of him he he trained alex we see alex grow and progress in those episodes um and then he double crosses his father to get or helps his father, but kind of also kind of screws him to get what he wanted. And at that point, he's either he lives happy love after or he gets killed. And usually, game bangers get killed. Right. It's rare to get killed by you know billionaire defense lawyers. lawyers yeah. But this is what happened in this show because it's a crazy show, and it worked to the narrative that the lawyer wanted anyway, which was yes, he's a game banger and he's a bad person and. This he, is why he he's killed, the one responsible for that little girl. Yes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I I greatly enjoyed Darius's arc. I did, too. Show. And I... Anything know, that felt real, I liked. Yeah. Like, including the, the alien stuff I wasn't also high on, but I'll let you. The aliens. Okay. okay. Wait, go ahead. Um, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the, the aliens... I um I thought that was a nice mystery. I think it is a it, it, it's not it over. Is, it's point. not over. I think it is a nice mystery. Um this is taking an interesting turn for the show because it's a very interesting turn. Yeah, yeah an interesting turn. It, it feels almost like a, you know, uh almost kind of like um, secret invasion. Secret invasion, sci-fi, like horror sci-fi. Kind of turn, yeah. Where you got just, like a body snatcher just, situation. Yeah, body just aliens. Just aliens have invaded, and they're here, and they want <laughs> uh, to. Well, I don't really, I don't really know what they want. Honestly, we we have That's to wait and see. Show, yeah. But um, but they're here, and um, they are here to just uh, to take take people's bodies, suck their energy out, just a little mustache twirly. You know, so before suck out, suck out their energy. Before we get to their plan. And who they are and who they've taken. What do we make of 
Jonah's arc here and how it all played out. You know, he's kind of uh-huh. he kind of holds the parents hostage again for the first half of the season. We learn that his plan is that he has a ship underneath that hole that has his family and other aliens in it and that he's trying to get out but in order to get out he would cause a massive earthquake that he doesn't care about because he just wants to get out what do we make of how kind of how his arc played out his death quote-unquote that turned out not to really be a death and just kind of everything that happened with him in that regard before we even get to like the other alien stuff uh, i thought it was, i thought it was um i thought it was fantastic honestly. i thought it was too i thought it was fantastic i thought it was, I thought it was great storytelling i did not see jonah being alive coming though they hinted at that of course when you see the light leave his body and then he says oh we have to take it all or whatever he said before he died so they kind of hinted at him not necessarily being completely dead but i didn't expect him to be victor that i did not yeah um, expect at all so that was um when did you when did you when did you realize he was he was victor I'm asking that to both of you guys. I'm curious. Uh, he was geez, it? Jeez, and I just watched that. I mean, if it, like, what do you mean? Like, the, I, I had that hint that maybe he could be Victor. Yeah, even like, even something that early. Because I was, like, I mean, I realized he was Victor, you know, last episode. But when he traps Carolina, and he's like, "You're the one." Like, yeah, when he reveals. Yeah, basically, when he trapped Carolina. What the first time I realized, like, maybe, like, he could be Victor was when he he showed his skin was like. I was like. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I wonder if this is Jonah. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. I thought about it then too. I didn't even think of that. I was like I was like I I guess it's something with with the alien or or with him being possessed because I thought he was possessed. I was like I think he's possessed by one of those one of his family or whatever. And maybe he's just corrupting his skin. Right. That's what I was thinking. Which is kind of what happened. He was just yeah, he was possessed. Like, he was possessed he was like by actually Jonah. actually was possessed by Jonah. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I didn't expect, expect it to be Jonah. I yeah. Think when he was I didn't know what the deal was with any of them. I had no idea what was happening with, with uh, the mom with with with, mom, with, with, with uh, Tina and and the other woman. Yeah, Gert's mom. Gert's mom. I that like I was like, what is going on? At first, I was very confused, and then I was like, that has to be the family. I thought like, it took me it took me a, a, like a little while, but then I was like, no, yeah, that's the family. The family got out, and they're in them. Right. Like it was weird. They kept flipping back and forth, which is why I was confused. Yeah, was it was like, confusing. Yeah. Uh, they're like split person. Yeah, that's why I thought. I remember the family was in Victor also. Right. So right. I thought he had someone else. Yeah. But yeah. Now the interesting Joker. thing, the dynamics is that they said that one of them is in the kids. It's Alex. You think it's Alex? It's, it's Alex. I think the moment. The, remember the moment when he kind of loses it against uh, A Wall. Oh Where yes. he's kind of like right. about to almost kill him. And they're like, "Yo, fam, what's going on?" He's like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what happened." I, I, I maybe that was just a huge like Easter egg or kind of huge like red herring, but to me like when I like I saw that and I was like, I feel like the red herring is supposed to be Nico. I think they want you to think it's Nico. that's what I was, I, that's why I was like maybe it's Nico. that's what I was gonna say if I had to guess I'd say it's Nico because yeah. she's freaking out. But why would Nico be fighting her sis, his sister? Because you know they're saying he's a boy, which doesn't mean it doesn't have to like they could be a female I guess in theory, but like why would Nico? fight tina remember because right which i think made mm-hmm. i think is a contender for best fight scene um i think it's definitely a chance to be nominated for jenny seen in the second last episode, episode. <laughs> we're not fans of the fact that uh they didn't really explain how nico had any type of martial arts yeah i didn't like know. that ability that but she, clearly that it like runs in the nico? family that she was like well, beating them well i don't uh, know i disagree like... with that i think she was kind of getting worked 
I think at first she was holding her own pretty well to the point where I'm like, how? Right. You know. And she's had the staff for months. I, I'm giving them. I mean, she has. I mean, she that. has the staff, but I'm like, well, they, they're see, they're in full okay, stance. Okay. Well, we see like, her parents clearly are martial artists. Yeah. So you don't think that she would have any martial arts training? That that's that's gotta be. I'm not saying none, but to the point where she's like fending them off. Like but she has a weapon, a weapon that she's getting very good at. I don't know. I, I'm uh, I, I, I would I'm like to, I'm willing to fight you on that and uh, say that I think that her being that good was not ridiculous to me. I feel like an explanation uh, would have been uh, yeah, some, been yeah, good some there. yeah, something. Some sort yeah, of some, like some sort of you know, offhand line. Oh, like, the the years like, of yeah, all that training, training you gave me or something, you know, is really paying off. It's hard for me to just kind <laughs> of <laughs> assume that. I'm like, oh, you know, it. Yeah, I hate and, to say it, but it seemed they like didn't even like hint at but that. But then also you, you got to take into the credit. Remember, we also kind of see that like the staff kind of also has a life of its own. So I I kind of assumed that she kind of a had some kind of training clearly because her parents are like martial artists, and then b. Like this, like she's learning and growing with the staff. The staff is also kind of feeding off of her. So I think in those kind of instincts, like in those kind of fights, I think that the staff is fighting too. I don't think it's just right, her. Right, right. That's how I took it when I was so when I saw it. Mm. Yeah, but I, I, I did think that was weird though when I was like eliminating candidates. I was like, you would think that, like you mentioned, it wouldn't be anybody that was directly going against Joan, uh, Victor Stein. Yes, uh, Gert's mom, and the only person who, Tina, who who is that hasn't been is, involved is Alex. Mm. Um, so that's something to look out for. And he Obviously, spends a lot of the season like not even with the team. Like even after the whole fight, like he's in Compton, he's talking to A Wall, right? Like he's negotiating with A Wall. Like he's away from the team as much as anyone. He just hasn't. I mean, they haven't shown anything, but and maybe this is part of the twist. But they haven't shown any. We don't know how any of them have been infected. Victor is the only one that kind of makes sense because he spent all that time with Jonah. Right, so, right. Jonah, and Jonah probably could have been giving him his DNA. Like, there's a lot of ways he could have got still taken. But how the other people have gotten... Like, he just, they just haven't shown him really exhibiting any signs. I think the sign was him... That was supposed to be the hint. And I think that he, like, I don't know, I think that he kind of was wilding. There's there was multiple times. I think they, they didn't, they purposely didn't want to make it seem over the top because... The other ones were were over the top, and this is like supposed to be like the who done it, but I think they've shown the signs with him. He clearly multiple times, and then to the point where they kind of say, "Why are you so like? We gotta get our parents no matter what. Like I'm willing to do anything." And they're like, "All right, fam, calm down." Like I think that's whoever that brother is, the the son of Jonah. I think he is what we've seen from Alex, which is a lot more of an aggressive. Uh, maybe kind of volatile figure. Do we? Th- I mean, obviously, we know Runaways lore. Alex is a, a snake. Yes. You know, do a, we think that that's mold. part of the the reason why it'll end up being Alex? Because that seems this could, this could end well. up this could end up being his avenue to doing that, and perhaps that would kind of soften his story. I have not a hundred percent familiar with the Runaway story because I don't want to be super spoiled. Right. I right. do know that. I know we all know that about him. But I guess my question would be, is this them kind of maybe taking the owner, the ownership kind of away from him being the villain and maybe saying, oh, he's being influenced? Right, exactly. The Loki situation that we literally we were just talking about. Um, I, I was also confusing was uh, by the end, you know, Jonah talking about, you know, who are we going to feast on first? And he had Carolina in one of the pods. Yeah. I was like, isn't that his daughter? He doesn't care. 
Cause I thought he, that was I thought when he kidnapped yeah. Carolina, it was to like, yeah, exactly. put her on the team. You know, like you know, keep her captive. Obviously, would be like, oh, you're, now you're part of the family. Right. And he's like, nah, you're you're the same as, as Chase. It's, 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 like it's fascinating. Um, part of me wonders if he feels betrayed. That could be it. He, like, like, I like, gave her a choice. Like, I gave you a choice. Not only did you not go with me, your girlfriend killed me. Not only did your girlfriend kill me. But you did nothing. Yeah, she's still alive. She's still alive. You still, y'all still together, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So maybe he's disowned her. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's something we'll probably, it'll probably, there, that conversation will probably It's have. definitely going to come with that. It's not a plot hole, but it, I thought it was, it was a like, weird cliffhanger. We all thought like the that. same thing. I yeah. thought the same thing. I was like, Caroline, uh, is she also at danger? And also, you say feast on, what does that even mean? Because right. we've seen. Before, when they went for Jonah to stay alive, like he had to put a little whole person in a pod and then kill them. We see now with what he did with Victor, killing them isn't necessarily what he has to do. He can keep them in a pod and maybe perhaps kind of, you know, I don't know. Again, we don't know really what he did, but clearly he, something he did with Victor had to have been why, how he became Victor. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a wonder of how, you know, we end up getting there. Um, what did we think of uh, Chase uh, quitting the team? Chase quitting the team, I thought, was surprising. It probably felt random, but his character, I think, was the most... To be honest, he was the most soft. Like, I feel like of all the people who kind of always was making excuses for the parents and, like, kind of always trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, it was him. So the idea that he would just be like, I can't do this anymore, and I just want, like, a normal life. Especially when he realizes, like, the dad that has been, like, on death's doornail is back, but now is dying, I, I think that it made sense that he would be the one to lead the team. Yeah, I thought it made sense. Um, I don't... I don't know. I thought them getting as as mad at him as they were was kind of like... I mean, maybe he didn't emphasize the fact that he spoke with his dad and his dad is literally dying, you know, and he said he doesn't know how much time he has left. Right. It's like, how are you going to, like, if... Like, I thought they I were being that, a little... I thought they were yeah, being Yeah, I understand, you, you know, your runaways, you think he may be a, a traitor, he might double-cross you, it's possible. I know, and I understand them being nervous about that and whatnot. His dad is dying, that's his family. I get you know? it, but... And he's dying. One, you know? I would say, and this is, I think, where we go back to, one, they are teenagers. And I even think of, like, when I was a teenager, like, there was the kind of, like, you know, I think about, like, playing on a basketball team and, like, you know, you quit the team. It's like, oh, like, how the, how can you do that? It's like, I don't, like, you know, it's not, to them, like, it is life or death for them, but for them it's even more when you consider it's your friends and stuff. And I do think, like, their concerns of, like, you're going over there, like, we're trying to still stay underground. Like, you just being with them is a threat to the rest of them because they feel like you could be tracked. They could get information out of you. Um, like, you know, uh, one of them mentioned how they had the truth serum before that they tried, and maybe they could try that again. Like, I, th- I think their concern was not only the fact that he was leaving them, but that, like, him going to his parents put everyone at danger. And now they see their parents are killers. Like, I kind of got their frustration with him. Even if we understood from his perspective, which we're supposed to because we're watching the show from everyone's different perspective, we understood why he was doing it. I think from their perspective, it made sense that they would be like, what the hell, dude? And that for Gert to blow up, as she did, definitely made sense. She's a, she's a character, I think, of all of them, where her emotions are on her sleeve the most. And um, and her clearly her 
emotions for Chase are very strong, and for him to leave her, I thought, you know, was was for her probably too much. Even if she's being hypocritical, because she, she, you know, left the team at the time, too. And risked. You know, all of them at times left the team to risk it all. And perhaps they were, they were being harsh to Chase, but he was the one that, like, it wasn't a ruse to maybe get back. It was just a, I'm leaving. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think this is one of those times where it's just hard for me to see their perspective. You know, it's hard for me to... You don't you don't think anything I said makes sense there? I mean I I mean I hear you, but I, it's just the it just the the. I mean even me as a teen, maybe I was just a softy as a teen. I don't know. So someone you know is gonna and I can't put myself in their specific shoes. Sure, I'm trying, but even in that situation, I can't see myself being mad as someone who wants to spend the last moments with his family who he thinks is gonna pass away, like. I can't, I can't, I don't understand that, you know. And I know they're in a precarious situation. I I get that, but I that's not something that I can identify with. So that was hard for me to get. I was like, I don't get it, <laughs> you know, me I, personally. Yeah, I get, it. I get, I understand. But, I mean, I think the way he was doing it, he planned to kind of leave without telling anyone. Yeah, that's not cool. Like, you know, I think that but, you know. Again, he always kind of been the one that always kind of made excuses for his parents. I got their issues with him in that scene. Uh, trying to think of other uh, key moments in this season. Kendall, is there anything that sticks out to you you wanted to talk about in this season? Um, uh, anything that sticks out in this season, we talked about. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I thought a lot... Of, we we talked a lot about like, you know, some of these moments, and I think overall I feel like the the show and the acting was very good. Um, I thought uh, I thought the parents were great again. Yeah, especially shout out to the to to the parents that were playing multiple people too. I think that they were great. Yeah, I think the actress that plays Tina is just fantastic. I thought the actress that that played Gert's mom, mom was, was also was incredible. incredible. This was she was fa- she, she was incredible. Maybe see. had the best performance this season. Yeah, she was. Yeah, it was hilarious <laughs> the way she was playing those two characters. And but then her father, the father he playing was off great. of her, was yeah, great too. Yeah, Gert's parents were excellent this season. And it's um, funny because like, I think they were the ones I liked the least. They're kind of generic. Yeah, kind of for season one. And here, I think they might have been the ones I liked the most. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Uh, Again, I'm not sure about the Wilder this season. I think the Wilders had a, had a had a down year. If I were to, you know, the Wilders out. as a couple or the Wilders as a family, Are you including Alex. No, no, Alex. No, I'm not 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 including Alex. I feel like the Wilder parents, uh, you know, kind of especially after Darius died, kind of they. I mean, their whole story kind of was moved, you know, into the back burner. But uh, I don't know. I wasn't a, wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, their uh, their story. What did you guys think of uh, uh, my boy? What's his name? The, the psycho game banger. Um, you know what I'm talking about. A wall. A wall. What did y'all think of? Oh, A wall. Um, psycho game banger. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, I mean, I thought A wall. I thought A wall was a good character. He was with his name. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he yeah I, I, I thought he was. Time. I thought he was a good character. I, I liked his character. 
I kind of want to know what happened to him. Will we ever know what happened to him? Remember, Nico just they just disappeared. All oh, right. Did they get? Were they in the Thanos snap? Was that the Thanos snap? We don't realize it because like. <laughs> I'm actually very curious. Like, do you shut them in a different dimension? Like, are they dead? Like, but I, I liked him. I don't know. What did you think of Hey, well, He was a new character this season. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I thought he was, like, he was a complete, um... And he, fit, he fell straight in line with the LAPD crooked cop thing. Oh, yeah. Like, was, it just was, yeah, like, that was funny. actual game banger who you made into a <laughs> cop. Like, that's a thing. That is what the LAPD are known for. Yeah, that was funny. That, that or, I mean... It's not funny because it like really happened, but, <laughs> but it, like how they incorporated it in yeah, the it show was, was really good. Yeah, it was crazy to see. So I thought that I thought he was a really good character in the show. He added, you just another crazy uh, wrench just thrown into the their plans that they just did not anticipate. Um, that scene yeah, in the really uh, in the Jamaican place, the Caribbean place, that was another one where I was yeah. like, these kids. Alex came up with yeah, that plan. Alex came up with these, I was like, like, "What are you doing?" That was so stupid. I was I'm like, this, "I'm like, what right, are you doing?" I, mean, I guess he's a kid, doesn't know, but like, you know, his plan to get that guy to talk was very foolish. I'm like, this guy will kill all of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? As if he didn't think they were, they were strapped. As if like he came in there with no plan, didn't tell anybody <laughs> anything. Well, I think the point of the show is just kind of show that Alex is not the greatest leader. Like, he's smart and like right. he can make plans every now and then that are pretty good, but like he. He struggles a lot. Now, his plan against his parents at the end was, was genius. Yeah, his plan. But, like, overall, I don't think that it worked. They lost, like, half of their team. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know. Yeah, he, even the, the idea of wasn't, going to wasn't, chase. It was, his, it was his decision to go yeah. to chase, which was a terrible decision. Which, if you're watching the show, I'm like, you cannot go to chase. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. So, Alex, I, I mean, to me, like, that. If if they pull the trigger on the Alex turn, I feel like they've really done a good legwork on it. Because I think even how this season has built up, like how he's kind of become the least popular member of the team. He's the one that's always kind of having issues with people. He's always the one that's at odds with someone. Like, and he's always the one that is kind of he kind of expresses how unappreciated he feels. And how they're complicit in it. It's not like, oh, like he's just making it up. Like they do kind of treat him terribly, even though he like is smart. He does usually have the best plan, even though sometimes his plans are terrible, too, because he is 18 years old, 17 years old. I think uh, they are making the legwork for that turn to be good, and I think that whole revenge thing of him being like, I might not have powers, but I could take all you out still. I'm kind of... If they go that route, I think it would be heartbreaking because you, you grow, you root for all the kids, especially, in, and him included, but if he does make that turn, he could be a great villain. Um, what did you guys think of the relationship drama? I mean, you guys know I wasn't, I'm, I'm never the biggest fan of relationship drama. Right. In shows like these. <laughs> um, uh, but I'd say the one that I enjoyed the most is probably Alice's relationship with, uh, what's his name? Libby? Was it? Libby. Libby? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> she was in, uh, the actress, she was also in 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was familiar with her going in. Um, yeah, I thought that that was cool. Um, I think part of me kind of wished, like, maybe, like, her upbringing and his upbringing would have kind of, they could have played with that a little more. Yeah, they seemed to click kind of easily. Yeah, in a way. Maybe that was, maybe. There were a couple of things, you know, 
the braids was kind of funny. Like right. they, they did a couple of things, but I thought they could have done more. Like especially like at first it was kind of unclear where they were from. Then when it says he's Compton, I'm like, so a Brentwood kid and a Compton kid, and like they like, just could have been a lot more it's not funny. Like it can't happen. No, I'm not saying it can't happen. Um, but I just think that they could have been more funny notes to play off of. And they did a little bit, you know, kind of like her kind of going like, yo, you're challenging AWOL. This dude is like crazy. And him being like the Brentwood kid, I don't know, I can handle it. Like, but I think they could have done a little more with it. But I like Libby. I liked, I liked her character. Um, I did feel like, you know, her sister kind of gave her a lot of rope. Like she would just be gone for like hours and days and, <laughs> you know, not be like, I mean, she was getting mad, but I was just like, you ain't put, I would be, had the police all over the place if my <laughs> sister just disappeared for like 10 hours. Right. I didn't know what she was. Yeah. As far as the relationships, I think uh, that probably was my favorite one too. Uh, Gert and Alex didn't develop the way I would have liked. Gert and Chase. Sorry, Gert and Chase didn't develop the way I would have liked. And Nico, I thought Carolina also was way too. I thought there was going to be some fallout to Nico's decision to kill Jonah, and there kind of wasn't. I think Carolina, Carolina, how they write her, I think is kind of the most like bland. I kind of wish there was more teeth to her, and I, we haven't seen it yet. I, I, thought, right. I thought that was a moment where, like, oh, okay, finally we're going to get, like, we have, like, the emotional moment of her yelling out when she kills him. And, like, okay, like, finally, more from Kelly. And, like, she's kind of very even-keeled. And maybe that's just who she is. I, I thought she was very good in the uh, the Frank Dean episode that you didn't like. I think she was the best one in the episode, yeah. Um, I, I think that the, I mean, I, I, I liked the, the Gert. And chase kind of drama because uh, I agree that it didn't like develop really. Uh, it kind of was kind of the same the entire season. It was just you know, constant strife. Yeah, them kind of going back and forth. But like, given the 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 conditions they were in and Gert not having like her meds and stuff, they played that up well though. You know, I thought that worked. You know, yeah. having to consider that and uh, but the stress that that put on Chase and I thought that that I thought that ended up working. Um, I do think it's funny how Chase like has. And I relate to this so much because I'm someone who loves analogies and I end up doing sports analogies all the time. I love that every analogy he had was lacrosse. No, oh, yeah. And how by the end of the season, they're like, oh, my God, another lacrosse. Like, that's good story building. Like, that's good character building. Like, you see, like, from, like, last season, he was doing that. And, like, and like the, the, the characters don't, like, really react to it. And, he, right. and then, like, you see by <laughs> the middle, they're like, oh, my this, God, my again. And by the end, they're like, yo, shut up. You say another thing about lacrosse. Like, I loved how they kind of built that. Right. Um. Yeah, but I feel like this season did a good job uh, overall. I feel like season three, it's it's definitely a little different. Uh, I don't think the cliffhanger this year was as good as last year. Um, I last disagree. Year's last year's cliffhanger was was excellent. So. I'm gonna disagree with that. I thought this cliffhanger was awesome. Really. Yeah. Well, again, I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't delve into why I don't like the alien stuff. But the so alien you stuff. You should do that now, then. Yeah, the alien stuff. Yeah. I mean, it seemed. It, I. I. It's just too like, because they can't do like the alien effects, like a movie. It still feels kind of like theoretical. You know, like I don't know what this alien race even looks like. They're all humans. 
You know, we kind of barely see a spaceship. Yeah, I mean, that's a TV trope with alien shows. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a TV yeah. trope. We, can't, we don't see the aliens. They're, they're all human. Yeah, they're all humanoid. Like, they're all, all yeah, I'm, I'm taking the human form, but I don't worry, I'm an alien. What did we think of that, like, random chick that showed up? I didn't end? like that at the end. That was... It came out of nowhere. <laughs> the last episode, yeah, we're that, really going to... Yeah, that, that was not cool. Introduce another random character. <laughs> and also, why was she with them? Like, she clearly is, like, not evil. Exactly. But, like, why was she on the same ship as evil people? Like, like she was a stowaway. Right? She was a stowaway. What is that? So, what do you mean by that? Like, I did, her explanation didn't make sense to me. I didn't get it. Well, it was, she had her, her yeah, how, was they, they did, like, a, they did like a, um, a lesion type story, and yeah. it, didn't, it didn't resonate. Right. So, if you guys can explain, so she was a stowaway, what does that mean? I feel weird. I feel stupid asking that. But, like, uh, what? She was a captive? No, a stowaway is, like, somebody that, like, sneaks onto a ship. Why did she sneak onto their ship? I don't even remember. Don't, was, she, was she trying to find Carolina or something? Or Wasn't she, like, working on there or something? Was she working? Did, in her thing, she had it showed that she was, like, working on the ship or something, right? Wasn't she, like... Not, like... I don't know about a slave, but, like, was she, like, laboring on the ship? Didn't they, didn't they show her, like, laboring on the ship? Maybe. The fact that we all have very big questions about yeah. this is not good. Yeah, I kinda, And that, her inclusion, I, I just... That they, that they could have definitely kept. That probably was my right. least favorite thing of the season. Yeah, I really. Yeah, we don't really need. We'll probably need her next season. Hopefully, it's a payoff. But so far, there was not. Yeah. In the two three episodes we saw her. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really mind her inclusion. Um, I was very, and I don't even know if it's a her. I don't know. I don't know what because it's a it, it's a shapeshifter. Right. Is it a her? Is it a he? Yeah, I'm I don't know. know. I mean. The shapeshifter seems comfortable in, in with female bodies. Right, so I guess it's mostly female. It, yeah, I guess female. we can call call the shapeshifter or her for now. But um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I didn't mind her inclusion as much. Um, you know, I have no idea what you know how she's going to be um, used in season three. I can't even foresee really right. what they're going to do with this this new character. Um, I think just for for the alien stuff in general, it's very, uh, it's not what I expected. I mean, and I mean, I haven't read the Runaways, so I'm not as familiar with the story. I had the first um, volume, so if you want to read it, you can read it. All right. Yeah. I, when I understand like the Gaborum stuff, like there is no like Scientology church in the Runaways. Like they, yeah, they made it, that. Up. Yeah, they've like combined like like the alien the alien race is like a real thing, but like. They've turned that and made it into like a Scientology thing, and like okay. basically like Jonah being an alien of like Gaborum race or whatever has like he turned that into like a, a religion, you yeah. know. And so like they've turned they put that into the show, but like the Gaborums are like supposed to be like an alien race in the comic. For what I mm. for what I know. Okay, but yeah, like um, you know, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. It feels almost like. If it was really sci-fi to the point where I'm like, this is more sci-fi than I, right, than I anticipated. And I, yeah, I just wonder if that's going to be a. If, I wonder if that's going to be a good. Yeah, because this show has lived in a grounded area very that has, ground. that has yeah, definitely grounded. fit fit what they're doing. So yeah, if I, we get really kind of crazy I mean, with the we, campiness, I mean, we got how, like shape-shifting aliens now. Yeah, how right. will that? How so will that work? Mind control. Yeah, you exactly. Know, and this stuff, like, I mean. <laughs> That's like super yeah, exactly. campy sci-fi. That's straight out of like campy sci-fi. Yeah. Like. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. And we've seen shows like Agents of Shield kind of do it, and it 
work. Right. Yeah, and that's another show that kind of yeah. lives in a, a grounded area yeah, that right. has done that kind of crazy thing, um, especially last season where you're literally yeah, space exactly. and time is like a big part of it. So it could be great, but you know I do agree that it definitely is a massive shift to me to where they're where they have been so far, but, and like the limitations because of the budget, like how do you make this good? Right, you know, and it clearly affected what they've been able what they were able to do this season, and it kind of detached me from everything Jonah was talking about. You know, oh, we got my great ship, we're all gonna go home, and like that was like pretty tame, but like by the time like. You know, where they're like, oh, we have, like, all these aliens. They're all on the loose now. And I'm like, we don't see any of them. You know, we barely see we see their pods, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It just seems all, I'm, I'm like, so confused. I, I mean, how did they survive that explosion? Even that I'm still confused by. Right. Because, like, it seemed very clear, like, oh, they killed everyone on that ship. That's kind of crazy. Like, that also was kind of, like, a storyline that was interesting to me. It was, like, like, the kids helped, like, the parents, like, to kill a lot of people. Like, or aliens. Uh, and, like, Carolina kind of, like, mentioning that. Like, but again, I think her writing is, like, the weakest. Because I feel like they could have, like, really hit that home about what happened. And they kind of didn't. She kind of went into a shell and then just eventually got over it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. that. I, I'm not as concerned about, like, how they survived as... I think probably other people are, um, you know, because I'm used to sci-fi and I'm used to things like that just not being explained because they're aliens. <laughs> right. You know, I like I don't I don't th- I, like I don't think that's gonna I I'm gonna be completely honest. I would not be surprised at all if that were just never explained. Right. Because they're aliens. Like we don't know how. Like they they literally we saw Jonah's the light literally just come out of his body yeah. and then he went into somebody else. <laughs> like we don't know how any of that stuff works. So I mean they were and when they made that. That whatever thing that that uh, when uh, um, uh, what's her name Gert's parents yeah. made that that substance that's supposed to kill them, we don't know if that would really kill them. Sure, you know because they seem to be able to just phase through things. Yeah, somehow. So I I mean that I'm not too concerned about that, um, but I could see I could see why that that you know is something to be concerned about. Uh, grade on this season, quickly. Um, I get an eight point five. I thought, okay. I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to more. I think it probably should have been spaced out more. Do you think like, it more I, I think week to week. Oh, you think it should have been week to week? Yeah, I think it should have been week to week. Um, I probably wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't have minded more episodes, too, because there was so much in in the show. But I think if it were week to week, I probably would have. I think it wouldn't have felt like so much for me. Yeah, but I kind of rushed a little bit. Yeah. But I thought it was good, and I liked a lot of the characters, including uh, what's name Topher. Oh yeah, he was yeah, uh, he was he was a good. But I liked his yeah, I liked his arc as well. That was crazy. Um. Yeah, I I mean, is he dead? We don't really know, right? I think we kind of thought he was dead. We probably they were supposed to assume he's dead, right? Yeah, I feel I think he's like a like a villain in the sh- like in the book. So yeah, I kind of was su- I kind of well yeah I'm not saying he's not I'm just yeah. saying like it like kind of sucks if he's a one off because that was a really impressive two three episodes he was in yeah, I liked his good. I liked his arc a lot um, I'm giving it an eight point five as well I really enjoyed it the more talking to you guys I realized yeah there were some issues but like 
It's just, I don't know, it's, it's mad entertaining. Yeah, it's like, super entertaining. It's a super entertaining. Like, I never bored watching it. Like, um, and I like that they picked up the action in this season. I thought, there, you know, if there was any criticism last season, it was like there was really no action. You can't right. really say that about this it season. It didn't really feel like a superhero show. Right. Though. And it, it's never going to feel like a superhero show, per se. But they picked up the action, for sure. And they had several fight scenes that were excellent. So, um... I'm super excited. I love the cliffhanger. I want to see where they go, though. It could get weird. Um, but if they do it right, I think it could be great. So uh, I'll give it 8.5 as well. What about you, Kendall? Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with an 8. I'm going to say uh, it was, like you, get, like you said, it was wildly entertaining. Uh, had some flaws. I think kind of hurts it a little bit, but um overall plenty good enough to get another season um and I, I think it will and i think it will be well deserved uh let's quickly talk about gotham before we get out of here guys gotham season one uh no man's land episode one zero year gotham is in a pretty bad place uh they start the, it's kind of a weird start to the episode it starts with like 390 days into like this whole right, yeah. ordeal and like it seems like Gordon leading uh you know yeah, like everybody everybody in the show including the villains into a fight which what to me looked like the US government they were like tanks they were tanks and stuff so I, that was very confusing I'm like okay how are we going to get to that point uh but then we they kind of rewinds us back to now 60 days after where we were from the season finale and things are still pretty bad. Not as bad as that. That looked like apocalyptic. This is like, okay, still really bad. Um, different sections of the city are being kind of taken over by different places. GCPD has a small section where they have some refugees that are like 150. I was surprised the number was so low. Um, which is really bad because they have like no food to even feed 150 people. So I'm like, Jesus, they're in really bad shape. So GCPD have a little section. Scarecrow's people have a section. Uh, Freeze has a section, Firefly has a section, Penguin has a section. He's in charge of the armory and, like, the, yeah. the making of bullets and, and, and arms. Uh, Barbara has a section. She has all the food and the booze um, with Tabitha. And did I forget anyone? Zaz, that's all, has a section. Uh, Jeremiah is missing. Yeah. Um, and right now, Selena is in is out of surgery. Yeah. Though we see the suicidal, suicidal tendencies that she talked about in uh when we saw her at comic con carmen um what did we make of this episode kendall um i thought this was a decent episode you know kind of you want to kind of lay out you know what what the situation is um where we're at uh the way they kind of are pacing the series by kind of you know flashing forward and flashing back um it's an interesting way of going about it. Um, they definitely, they definitely are going with this whole, like, you know, no government kind of situation. Uh, it's the, the the very limited GCPD versus all these villains kind of uh, Gotham right now. Um, but I, I mean, I've, I, it seems like this could end up being a good season if they utilize each character correctly. I thought Tabitha kind of dying was, it seemed quick. I was like, because they, they hyped up the, the 
the Penguin, Penguin Tabitha Beef, you know, showdown. And to kind of it be over in one episode seemed a little rushed, but the season is, is, is short. You know, like they're not gonna keep an arc for five, six episodes anymore. That'd right. be half the yeah. season. So I'll be honest, I'm kind of happy it was short and how it went. I felt like it was realistic. Um, Tabitha had been chomping at the bit to get a shot at Penguin. Penguin had been very living very comfortably eating filet mignon and ribeye yes. in his in his you know fortress at City Hall. And she said, the minute he leaves there, I'm he's mine. And the fact that she took her his shot, her shot as soon as she he showed up made sense. And the irony that you know him kind of being a terrible leader kind of saved his life, and then that he would kill her right there makes sense. It kind of it felt very like, and also to me it kind of I think now we're kind of started like to get rid of the pretenders and like kind of understand who are the players in Gotham and like Tabitha, as great as she's been in this series, like she's not a villain from the comic book she's not someone that we know about she's some she's a nobody in regards to like the batman mythos so yeah she's someone who would die before we ever get to batman right so i was fine with it and i think it kind of like outlined oh this penguin dude is like he's just not murdering people like he's completely off the deep end yeah i was okay with it too i mean i thought that i mean i didn't mind like how it happened at all um I, I thought it was funny that uh, um, when uh, she tried to shoot him, he was like, if that was made in one of my factories, I'm going to have to have a word with that foreman. Yes, yeah. that, was, that was hilarious. Because, oh like, especially you just came from a scene where, like, he's literally not caring yeah. that his guns suck. Even when he shows that his guns suck. Yeah. Oh, man, that was, it was just it was just funny. It was just classic Penguin in Gotham. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, um, I'm just waiting for them to reveal that Jeremiah shut down that helicopter. Yeah, he definitely did it. I was like, it must have been him, him or someone working for him, or that that creepy like Har- I don't know Harley Quinn. I don't know who whoever that was that was in GCPD. Yeah, I mean, at first I wasn't sure if Harley Quinn was like the chick that was telling her to find the witch, but then I thought maybe it was a chick that was in GCPD. Yeah, I was in the chick that was in GCPD who clearly wrote the ha 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 he message. Ha ha ha. Interesting. So I thought that was kind of funny though when Gordon was like, you know, take a thing on Jeremiah. I was like, Jeremiah. Do we have heard anything about that guy like, month? Just say this to say it was a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny <laughs> line. You know. Um that goes with issues. Exactly. They have so many issues right now. The last thing he needs to do is say, Oh, someone broke in and wrote a very creepy Joker message. Yeah. Like it's like we're not even going to that right now. Yeah. we people are dying in this in this police police station. <laughs> Jim yeah. Gordon's like dry sense of humor is like it's always been a thing in the show. <laughs> yeah, and they've done it well. Yeah. And, and the actress, uh, and uh, Mackenzie's has done a good job of, like, playing it off. That was, like, classic. Yeah, that was good. That was very good. Um, yeah, and then they have all the stuff with Riddler blacking out. I'm wondering where that's going to go. Um, yeah, he's the only one with no stake in the city in terms of yeah, the major players. doesn't have any stake. He's just kind of there right now. He thinks that uh, it's his other side that's blacking him out. Yeah, that uh, Nick. <laughs> yeah, but the one it's doing probably it. something involving strange whatever he did to him yeah um but yeah this this i i enjoyed the episode overall i'm looking forward to seeing where things go i like that bruce is more tempered he's not all going crazy partying and that stuff i didn't like that art but i like that bruce is more tempered kind of be slowly becoming batman you can see it happening in how he's behaving 
Yeah, he he went full Arkham on. Uh, yeah, he was just going full on Arkham. Scarecrow's uh, goons. On yeah, on Scarecrow's guys, and you know, and him kind of gaining a rapport with Jim Gordon, and Gordon's just like, listen, you want to be involved, just let me know, you know. Um, so I so I'm liking it. I'm liking where they're going so far. And you still have that note of like, man, like if Gordon doesn't know Batman is Bruce Wayne, <laughs> like he's just an idiot. Like he just that's he has to be. Like, cause like, look how involved he is, and look how like talented he is, and stuff. Like, how did you think not think that this person was right. also Batman? Him like, oh, we gotta bring food here, and so like, just like, come on, man, this guy, like, you would have to be crazy. But yeah, I agree with you guys. I, I, this episode was good. I'm not even gonna front. Like, this episode was, I enjoyed pretty much everything that happened. Um, I thought that I enjoyed. I thought this half of the stuff made made sense. As again, I think we need to like with twelve episodes. You need to just eliminate the players who aren't players, and we know that she isn't. And uh, it's a tragic death. She died, died in a way that kind of sucks. But like, yeah, this is going. Gotham, and this is Penguin. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. You do see kind of like the characters that aren't Batman, that aren't in the they, Batman. They go into the they go into the wayside. They, they're, Butch, they're all they're yeah, all yeah. expendable. Yeah, Fish Mooney. Yeah, yeah, they're all gonna be gone. You know, right. So we, now we're getting to the end. So like those characters, yeah. Penguin likely won't die. I, mean, we don't I know think that happen, Barbara like, will probably have something happen to her. I don't know like what, but I, I, I think her end could be coming very soon. Like right. again, the the non-players in the future, I think are all expendable. I think that was their message in this episode to kind of have it be that way. But I think I, also you think there's a, you think there's a, a possibility that Barbara and Jim reconnect. Of, I think that's they, they they very much tease it in the trailer. I think it's gonna happen. You think it's just gonna happen? I, I think they're trying. I think they're trying to, you know, that's actualize a, this entire Batman universe. They can't this, do that to make it normal. That'd yeah, be terrible. All this stuff. Yeah, Barbara is like I, I don't think that's ever has, is responsible for a lot of people's yeah. deaths <laughs> and, and maimed, at the very least being maimed. Like like that would be crazy. I would not be for that. I don't think I'd be for that either. I'm not saying they won't no, do right, it. Right, right. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. Yeah. I think that they you give the you give the Gotham writers they, a lot of credit. I they mean, definitely tease that in the trailer. Like I said, I just think that that would be ridiculous. Or it not, would not be surprising if Gotham writers or, and stuff ridiculous. You know, not that, or if something like that happens, not that Gordon would be like, "Yeah, so I have feelings for you, but you got to go to jail or something like that." Yeah, like, I can see something like that, but he can't just be like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're back together again." Right. We're a couple, and they're just being a couple, and that that <laughs> I think she's too far gone for that. I don't yeah. think that can happen at this point. Yeah, I can't see that happening either. Um, yeah, Bruce, Bruce definitely showed his Batman skills improving in this episode. I did think it was kind of funny how the lights came on. He was just like, just completely discombobulated. Those guys just got away. It was kind of good. It's like, yeah, he shouldn't be able to just like yeah. beat a bunch of goons, even if he has all the tech in the world. I'm trying to think of any other like loose ends in this episode that was interesting. Um, I mean, they right now we know their food. Like they keep mentioning time. I think the time is important. So right now we're in day sixty something. They have food for six weeks. So what's that? About sixty days. So, but for about hundred twenty days, by the hundred twenty day mark, they should still they should also maybe have issues with food again. So we'll see how that plays out in regards to the episodes. Right. What do you think of the Selena stuff? Um. Selena's stuff was good. Uh, was. Her acting yeah, was so her acting was really good. It yeah. was very believable it was that this dark is. Issue. Yeah, but it felt it felt like that was Selena, like that felt real. Like 
it's good when I can watch a show and or a cartoon, especially a show though. That's even more important. I watch a show and note these characters have these names, and I'm watching it. I don't think like, oh, this is an actress playing this person. Like when I lose myself like that, I know they're doing a good job. Like I'm watching Selena go through that, and I'm like, this feels like Selena Kyle is going through this. How she's reacting to it, how she's, you know, blaming Bruce really for it. Like that's that's Selena. She she is someone who like, kind of like one like you know would probably be like yeah you know what? my life is over it's time for me just i'd rather die or just kill myself or to kind of deflect blame for like what happened these are all traits that selena has so her being the way she was i thought that carmen did a tremendous job in those in those scenes yeah i agree i mean i i don't want to keep seeing her that way but for what they're giving her right now i think that that was very authentic yeah I, yeah i agree i mean it was it was very sad you know, to yeah. see, but, um, you know, based on the character she's played so far, I can see this being her reaction. Yeah, I agree. To what too. happened, um, she's very independent, very, very active, in general. Not someone that would be okay with just being bedridden basically for the rest of her life. Yeah. So, so I mean, it makes sense to me. That was a sad line when she was like, you know, of all the stuff I've done and been through, like. <laughs> would almost kill me with being your friend. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, that's a like that. that's a cold line. But Selena would say some stuff like that. Right. <laughs> like she would. She's not. A, she's a cold person. Right. No filter. <laughs> and no filter. And yeah. like she will think second about your feelings in a situation when she is unhappy or she is suffering. Right. It was great. Those those scenes were written well. It was it was well done. They said there wasn't a lot to hate on this episode. It was really good to me. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap the show right at the two-hour mark. So thank you guys so much for listening in to this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. Make sure you check out all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Make sure you follow us on our YouTube channel. You should give us a, a subscribe. Make sure you hit the like button on those videos at New Generation Media. Follow us on Twitter at New Generation Pod. Follow us on Instagram at New Generation podcast follow me on twitter at ej underscore stewart and at ej follow jamaria on instagram and snapchat mc champ 22 once again we'll be back next week with more hero talk for shamari for kendall i'm ej peace